This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Joe Biden is going to give a primetime speech talking about how half the country are an extreme threat to democracy. And this is, I, I honestly can't believe it. I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess I can believe it. This, the, they started the live stream already. We're going to be hanging out and we're going to talk about what he's talking about. We're going to criticize it, obviously, because it's already worthy of criticism. Mm. He's going to come out and say Trump supporters, the, the, you know, what, what Trump represents is a threat to this country. And that represents a massive portion of individuals in this country, considering Trump is polling ahead of Joe Biden. This is, man, it's, it's getting crazy in this country. We've got the New York Post reporting that Trump could be facing, you know, obstruction of justice charges. Newsweek saying multiple felonies. They've arrested the lawyer for the Oath Keepers. Hmm. The New York Times is saying they're going to go after Trump's lawyers. Let me tell you, man, when it gets to the point where they're going after the lawyers, it is pretty scary to say the least. Before we get started, my friends, go to TimCast.com, become a member, help support our work as a member. You will get access to our uncensored shows. We're going to have that TimCast uncensored after show. Should be a lot of fun. And also, if you would like to help me lure people into my right-wing world, <laughs> click the link in the description below and purchase Only Ever Wanted for 69 cents on Bandcamp from, uh, from us over here at TimCast. We produce a song. And the Daily Beast says we're trying to lure you into our right-wing world. Oh. Okay, then. Tell your friends. Help us all lure people over to the dark side. Uh, that's, a, that's at least how they see it. But if you do want to support our work, we got more songs that are coming out. You can pick that up. Today is the last day for the week of tracking for the release. And we didn't do any of that pre-order stuff. We, we, we probably could have pushed really, really hard and done a big plan for it. But today's the last day. So it's your, it's, you'll always be able to get the song whenever you want. But today's the day that it really, really matters. So click the link. 69 cents. We could use your support. We'd really appreciate it. Smash the like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Joining us to listen to Joe Biden's mumbling oh, yes. is Robert Davi. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Tim. It's great to be here. I'm excited about this. I'm curious to see the speech, the propaganda speech from the White House tonight and uh, <laughs> being able to comment on it because it's so frustrating to watch it alone at home, Tim. Yes. And, and, and yell at the television set. <laughs> now we can share this moment of uh, propaganda together. You, you uh, made a movie called My Son Hunter. Yes. Which is out soon, I believe, correct? Yes, uh, September 7th. You can go to MySonHunter.com. You can pre-order it now, September 7th, through Bybart. You can get My Son Hunter, the film starring Lawrence Fox, Gina Carana, John James, a newcomer called uh, Emma Goyevic, and it's a terrific film. It's uh, as if the laptop exploded onto the screen. Oh, gosh. So... (laughs) For those, I think many people know who you are, but you're—I mean—you're a big movie star. You've been in all the—you've been—you're the best Bond villain. You're in Goonies, License to Kill, License to Kill, Die Hard, Die Stargate Hard. Atlantis, Showgirls. Some people like Show Cops and about 160 films. Biden's getting ready to come out, so we'll try and go quick. We also have Alex Marlowe. Yes. Editor-in-chief of Breitbart News, and we're the distributors of the film. Tim, it's really great to be on with you, and I really, really appreciate a lot of what you're doing in the culture, not just with the show, but with the music, and it's very cool to be here. Biden's coming. We got Lauren Southern. She's drinking. 
Here we go again. We have <laughs> bingo. We have to stop the drinking, but you invite me for a Biden speech. I know. We have we have bingo cards. <laughs> we do. Yes. Yes, the bingo. Now, how do we how do we work with these bingo what, cards? Is it too late when, to add Charlottesville? I don't see it here. Oh, that's oh, a great yeah. point. Okay, real quick, real quick. Lydia's here as well because Biden's getting ready to speak. I am. I'm here. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's let's. There we go. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So we have bingo cards. I'm gonna hand people pens. Um, and we're gonna be checking off. Because what we did last time, and actually Lauren's the only one drinking. Unbelievable! I love inappropriate contact on here. Yes. I have <laughs> Soul of the Nation. Oh gosh, yeah. I think that's like the name of the speech. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. Do I get that one already? I think so. Yeah. That counts. But he's re he's repeating that. He did that the first time around. Oh, here he goes. Here he comes. You ready? I'm scared. My fellow Americans. Oh no! Oh. He already can't talk. <laughs> Please, oh, coughing. Have a seat. <laughs> Wait, is coughing on here? Was that an act? It should be. I speak to you tonight <clears throat> from sacred ground uh -oh. in America. Independence Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This is where America made its declaration of independence to the world more than two centuries ago <clears throat> with an idea Whoa. unique among already. nations. Holy cow. He's three minutes late, that so I America, get starts late. I'm we're taking all that created equal. This is where the United States Constitution was written and debated. This is where we set in motion the most extraordinary experiment of self-government the world has ever known. Which you're taking away from us. With yeah. three simple words. No irony. We the people. We the people. These two documents and the ideas they embody, equality and democracy, are the rock upon which this nation is built. They're how we became the greatest nation on earth. They're why, for more than two centuries, America has been a beacon to the world. Yeah, 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 come on, come on. But as I stand here tonight, equality and democracy are under assault. By your administration. We do ourselves no favor to pretend <laughs> otherwise. So tonight, I've come to this place where it all began to speak as plainly as I can but you haven't said to the nation. <laughs> yeah, come on, guy, hurry about up. About the threats we face. Let's go. The threats we about face. About the power we have in our own hands. I hear the Liberty Bell cracking. <laughs> about the incredible future that lies in front of us, if only we choose it. We must never forget, we the people, are the true heirs of the American experiment okay, what, what is he doing? that began this? more than two centuries ago. He's, he's historically framing people the propaganda as he, burning this is the good part of, of the speech. Of yeah. The flame of liberty. If he's given this exact speech here 400 times before Hall. and we just forget it. A flame that lit our way through abolition. He's and you're blowing out. War. He's literally Suffrage. said nothing. Yeah, I know, it's like, come on. World wars. No, he's setting the stage. Rights. This is a, a propagandized warm-up warm to get the patriots that are, you know, get everybody excited about now it. Now our To time. show I'm the real patriot. Yes. 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 That's what that is, is more prosperous, free, and just. That is the work of my presidency. This is cultural appropriation of real Americans. <laughs> I believe <right> in <laughs> with yeah. my whole soul. Oh, oh, soul. soul. Uh, First. Ah, yes. oh, come on. We must be honest with each other. What? And with ourselves. <laughs> Too is much that something of what's happening new? in our country today oh, wait, what's is this? not normal. 
Yes, it's you people. Donald Trump and the he said Trump. Republicans yep. oh. represent an extremism oh, that threatens the very foundations. Trump is polling higher than Biden right now. now I want to be very clear. Scattered very clear applause. up front. <clears throat> I wonder not if they had an applause sign. Not even like the majority of Republicans are MAGA Definitely. Republicans. Mega Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme <laughs> ideology. They should, yeah. Yes, like Liz Cheney or Lynn <laughs> yeah. Cheney. Because yeah. I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. Mainstream. But there's no question. He means rhinos. That the Republican Party <laughs> yeah, today is dominated, is. driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. This is crazy stuff. Yeah, man. this is no. These are hard things. This is very frightening. Seriously. Yeah. But I'm an American Civil war level rhetoric from the president. Yeah. It's Not a president of red well, America, blue America. Not, what do you mean red America, blue America? America? Are you going to give that speech that Obama I did and it's my bamboozle duty, the American people? My duty to yeah. love with you, to tell the truth, no matter how difficult. Uh -oh. Well, then talk about no your son's laptop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and here, in my <laughs> view, is what is true. MAGA like Republicans do not respect the Constitution. <laughs> they do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. Hey, will hey, of the people. Will I wrote a song They refuse to accept the results of a free election. Oh, I don't have those. And they're working oh, no. right now, as I speak, in state after state, to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies. Empowering election denial. This is what you? you've been doing Under for decades. This, this is the president yep. using the White House to Maga campaign, to deliver a campaign speech. Yeah. To take this country backwards. What, what, what is that law that he's violating backwards. right now? There is to some law. I don't know yeah. what it is. There's a, Where there's there is a, no right to choose. Can't campaign? I'll look it up. See, they now they're doing this election thing. Using the government thing. to campaign. You no guys right changed the election rules. I got that. I got that, yeah. Authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat what did Christine, uh, what's her name, Maxine Waters say? Justice, what did Schumer say the after law, the Roe versus the Wade thing? What are you country. talking about? The very soul of what? They look at the mob that stormed the United that. States Capitol on January 6th. January 6th. Brutally attacking law enforcement. Do I have that one? Not as insurrectionists. Oh, insurrectionists. Oh, is it insurrectionists? The of our democracy. But they look at them as patriots. And they see their MAGA January failure 6. to stop a peaceful Hatch transfer Act. of power yeah. Yeah. after the 2020 election saying Trump did it as preparation. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. For the 2022 and 2024 elections. Is that protesters? They tried like yeah, I think everything protesters. last time. Sounds like it. To nullify the votes of 81 million people. This time... They're determined to succeed in thwarting the will of the people. You know, 
Listen. That's why. Joey. Respected conservative. Joey, you, you, like I got to tell you Circuit something, Court Joey. Judge tell him. Michael tell him. Ludwig has called Trump and the extreme MAGA Republicans, quote, a clear and present danger to our democracy. But while the threat to American democracy is real, I want to say as clearly as we can, we are not powerless in the face of these threats. We are not bystanders in this ongoing attack on democracy. There are far more Americans, far more Americans, from every, from every background of belief, who reject the extreme MAGA ideology He's not just talking those that about people it. who were on January 6th anymore. He's saying all oh, yeah, the MAGA Republicans, all of them. It's within our power. It's in Trump, our hands, your yours and mine. And setting the nation against To stop you. the assault on American democracy. The vice president I've ever heard. The assault of American democracy. Inflection point. The Democratic Party is One a Marxist cultural revolution that you're that determine the head of. of you're the one that's, that's been after. shaping everything. You guys have changed the election laws. You America guys are what's doing what fascism is. To move forward. Robert, how old are or you? Or to move backwards. You want the truth? Yeah. To build a future. Have, about you, the have past. you ever heard a president give a speech like this? To be this? a nation no. of hope and this unity and optimism. No. I haven't heard a Democratic Party do this. I haven't heard politicians do darkness. this. Maggie Republicans have made their Maggie choice. Republicans. <laughs> they embrace anger. <laughs> they thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. Oh, light of truth. Wow. What are you talking about, this Joe? Is such propaganda. <laughs> Together we can choose. Joe, yeah. what lies, Joe? We can choose a Who's better path. Here? Joe, where's corn pop? The guy, <laughs> the guy who claims he drives an 18-wheeler. Yeah. Future about possibility. <laughs> future of lies. Build and dream and hope. No joke, Joe. And we're on that Who wrote path the speech, Joe? Obama. I know this nation. I know you, the American people. Don't know I know your one. courage. I know your hearts, and I know our history. This is a nation well, you that honors our constitution. During history, Joe. We do not reject it. This is a nation that believes in the rule of law. We do not repudiate it. What happened for two years as the riots were happening? What happened to law? Where didn't you respect the police officers? You guys didn't say anything, Joe. We do not deny it. And this is a nation that rejects violence as a political tool. That's what you did we with Antifa and BLM. <laughs> and bailed them we out, Kamala Harris, thank you very much. That believes in right. honesty yeah. and decency. How could you lie like this? And respect Tell us others. the truth and then we can respect Patriots you. Patriots liberty, justice for all, hope, possibilities. We are still at our core a democracy. And yet... We're a republic. It's a constitutional republic. Yeah, constitutional quite. republic. History tells us... It's just awkward. The blind loyalty to a single leader and a willingness to engage in political violence is fatal to democracy. For a long time, we've told ourselves that American democracy is guaranteed. He's saying a lot of nothing. But it's not. Mm. He is propagandizing. We have to defend it. Period. Protect it. He's not good at it. He's going to make a turn. He's going to make a turn here. Each and every one of us. He's setting it up darker. Okay. That's why tonight... This is no I'm joke. Our nation the come president together. right now, listen, is, is doing a speech to tell only half of, of this country our to hate the other half. Right. Yeah. 74 million voters. Yep. This is, you know, and he's riling up. If I would have told, if I would have said four years ago, the president in 2022 would give a speech power calling half the nation evil and a threat, no one would have believed Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans. 
We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving American this democracy. This is the type of stuff they used to do behind closed doors. This is the basket of the deplorable comment, but as a 20-minute primetime speech. We, the people. Yeah. Quiet part. Yeah. Is that the plan, we'll 20 minutes? Anyone. Well, I hope, because I can't stand this. This feels like an abusive relationship. We are dangerous around us. You know, we also have to watch McCarthy's rebuttal. They're gaslighting us all. Oh, yeah. Because we could criticize that if they don't. violence. He's going to do nothing. As an exciting political I, I, tool. I hope. In this country. Something. See, it's, it's only violence if it's it not the left doing it, if it's not BLM tool. doing it. That doesn't count. So I want if to he walks into the wrong way, I win. There is no place <laughs> for political <laughs> violence in America, period. Then why None are you doing it ever. with hey, the looting uh, and the Antifa? Right. Our inner cities have violence. What are you doing? Defunding the police. What about right. defund the police? What about fentanyl, the violence that's pouring in because of the border wait, 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 this isn't even true. We've seen election this, officials, oh, poll workers, many of them volunteers the, uh, of both parties, killed subject to the intimidation. Well, they were attacked. They were attacked, attacked but they, no one was killed. No officer was <clears> Can you believe it? FBI agents. Oh, FBI. Just Ooh. doing their job as directed, facing FBI. threats. Uh, what about the Supreme Court justices, Joe? From their own Supreme citizens. Court yes. justices, Joe. On top of that, aren't they citizens? The public figures today, yesterday, and the day before, predicting and all but calling for mass violence and rioting. From Maxine Waters and for Schumer when this we had a decision. It's dangerous. It's against the rule of law, and we, the people, must say, this is not who we are it's their democracy it's not ours how many times has he talked about violence what and is this the closed caption gentlemen the closed caption is ahead of his speech pro, ex, uh, yeah, pro, ex, pro insurrectionist for those that are watching at home look at the closed caption that it shows it before he says it we can't allow violence to be normalized yeah. in this country it's wrong but you did that with Antifa it could be and the black lives matter joe with all the moral there were no maga people rioting the streets joe for two years we can't let the they were sick of, of having three years of what happened in America and the government did nothing. So they went to the Capitol Look, to protest of what they saw was the destruction of our Constitution and our democracy. Yeah, we'll never hear I believe in the give and take of politics in disagreement and debate and dissent. No, you don't. None we're of these a big, complicated country. Seriously when they spent, yeah, so but many democracy years endures only if we the people respect the guardrails of the republic only if we the people accept the results of free and fair elections who cares only about this? there's crime happening all we over the america that he's not addressing see politics it's basically not legal as to rob war, but mediation of our differences how do you think they've got the captions Democracy ahead of his speech well, i was wondering that too they're, I think delayed they're or because they said it could be both yeah they, they, they'll put out the speech Either a few minutes win, early yeah yeah or they were cheated and that's where the MAGA Republicans are today. He's that acting was, like none of us existed between 2016 and 2020. Mm -hmm. We're just told our votes in 2016 didn't count. Every patriotic America knows that for three years, Schiff and Schumer and Pelosi had Russian collusion that was a false FBI government uh, bureauc bureaucratic attack works. on the presidency of the United States. That's the only insurrection, if we Joe. choose mm -hmm. to respect the rule of law and the institutions that were set up in this chamber. Oh, he said the institutions, not our Only institutions. Only if we respect our legitimate political differences. I will not stand <laughs> by and watch. You just I will gave not it. 
a 15-minute speech disrespecting The will be overturned yeah, right. by wild conspiracy <laughs> theories and baseless evidence-free claims of fraud. I will not stand by and watch elections in this country stolen by people who simply refuse to accept Here they that go. they lost. The projection, the project, they've been doing it since Kennedy. Everyone, when Kennedy was losing, they went to Sam John Connor and they said, the we need votes. In this country, and that's how they the beat vote. Nixon. And have your vote counted and be taken from you and the American people. Look, as your president, I will defend our democracy with every fiber of my being, and I'm asking every American to join me. He keeps repeating this. <clears throat> it's so strange. And you know, they say Trump is the one who's obsessed with the election. Throughout he's our obsessed history, with, you know, America's often made votes, the greatest progress these guys are just as obsessed coming with out of some of our worse. darkest moments like you're hearing today. the protesters? Bullhorn. Yeah, what are they I saying? believe we I can know. and must do that again. There's some FJB chance. And we are. Were there? Yeah. MAGA Republicans look at America and see carnage and darkness and despair. <laughs> what? Have been on the they streets lately? What? <laughs> Yo, go to Los Angeles <laughs> in the homeless. Walk around with your nice sunglasses and see if somebody see comes and rips America. them off. An America with an unlimited future. An America that's <laughs> about to take off. I hope you see it as oh, well. Just look boring. around. Look Aside around. from it being like I a have no American America from you know, the depths of COVID, uh, soul destroying so speech, he's saying nothing. No. And today, America's well, it's economy a is faster, it's a, stronger well, than any well, other nation what? in the world. We have mm. more to go. This amazing economy, my friends. <laughs> yeah, I loving the economy, everyone. <laughs> so we passed the biggest infrastructure investment since President Dwight D. Eisenhower, and we've now embarked on a decade of rebuilding the nation's roads. Bridges, highways, ports, water systems, high-speed internet, railroads. I believe we can make America safer. So we passed the most significant gun safety oh, law oh. since President Clinton. Nope. I believe. I believe that the district attorneys in major cities are letting criminals out. How are we safer, Joe? The world to making prescription drugs and healthcare more affordable. So we passed the most significant health care reform since President Obama These signed the Affordable Care Act. <laughs> <clears throat> and I believe we create we could create a clean energy future and save the planet. So we passed the most important climate initiative ever 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 and Just we'll go back to using your cars candles. between four and seven exactly <laughs> don't water your lawn the and we'll be using candles in a few years yep. tell us nothing can get done but they're wrong there is not a single thing America cannot do. Not a single thing beyond our capacity. He's just campaigning if we for do the next it together. Still I hope America can vote you out of office is what I hope. <laughs> well, we're proving that America, no matter how running. long it's looking the road, good already. And that's why he's, he's doing this. They're afraid. They're desperate. You think so? Absolutely. You look at the MAGA Republicans who are winning, and that's look, what they're scared of. The establishment is losing their I know the last year, few years have been tough. Mm. I hope so. But today, I think so. COVID no longer controls our lives. More Americans are working than ever. COVID never controlled Businesses their lives. Businesses are growing. Our schools are open. Millions of Americans have been lifted out of poverty. Let's go, Brandon. Millions of veterans from toxic burn pits will now get what they deserve for their families in the compensation. This is American manufacturing has come alive across the heartland. Chancellor and the future will be Look, made you know, in America. We all want to root for someone. We, we want to root for people. But when you're 
you're no demonizing like Hillary Clinton did with baskets of deplorables. When you demonize half the nation that are good people, and that bet is I know off. them. I've looked them Proving in the eyes across darkness. this country that have a different ideology than the Marxist left. Oh, Charlottesville. We can see the light here, though, huh? Light is now visible. That's how I know he's campaigning. That's what he opened his campaign with. Not only in words, but in actions. Actions for you, for your children, for your grandchildren, he's for America. He's been screaming for like 10 straight minutes. Even in this he moment. He can't do any inflection. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I give you What's my words on? of Biden. I've never been they, more they optimistic about America's future. <laughs> Not because of me, but because of who you are. But he was always like this. We're going to end if cancer as we know it. Mark my words. Did he just say we're ending cancer? Oh, yeah. Well, there is a drug now. There is a drug that has... Don't take the bait. There's no ending cancer. Because the world needs us to. Yes, he has. There's no ending cancer. That's we need to focus science. our energy. Not in the it's past. Like, man, we're falling behind in the Not polls. Tell them you're going to end cancer. <laughs> 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 what do we got? <laughs> quick, quick, what do we got? End cancer. <laughs> on a future we can build together. Like spinning a wheel. The MAGA Republicans believe that for them Those to succeed, damn MAGA Republicans. See, see, he's got to do the whispery thing. Everyone else they believe. I miss that. The whispery thing. America. He starts whispering a little bit. Not like whisper? I believe about he America. Hasn't well, he hasn't yet. I believe America is big enough for all of us to succeed. Thank you. And that Not is us. the nation we're building, a nation like where us. no one is left behind. What about the MAGAs? I ran yeah. for president yeah. because <laughs> I believe we're in a battle for the soul of the state. The 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 I still soul believe that nation. to be true. I believe the soul is mm. the breath, the These life, are evil. and the essence of who we are. The soul. Do MAGAs have soul? makes us us. Probably not. The soul of America. What about the 50 million babies, Joe? by the Joe? sacred proposition that all are created it's equal spicy in ask. the image of God. Wait, are Megas created equal? That all are entitled no. to be treated with decency, dignity, like and respect. That all deserve one. justice and a shot at lives of prosperity and consequence. Aside from the Megas. And that yeah. democracy, <laughs> democracy must be defended, for democracy makes all these things possible. No, it doesn't. Nah. Folks. What country is he talking about? A democratic one? <laughs> it's up to us. He's, he's talking about Venezuela. Democracy yeah. begins and will be preserved in we the people's habits of the heart, in our character. What about the immigration, Optimism Joe? Optimism that is tested yet endures. Courage that digs deep when we need it. Empathy that fuels democracy. The willingness to see each other not as enemies but as fellow Americans. You just made everybody Look, enemies, Joe. Wait, hold on, he's going to say democracy again. More democracy. It always has been. Notwithstanding those folks you hear on the other side there, they're entitled to be outrageous. How unifying. This is a democracy. Then why are you trying to silence them? Common sense. Good manners is nothing they've ever suffered from. But history and common sense tell us an opportunity liberty and justice for all are most likely to come to pass in a democracy we have never fully realized the aspirations i of hope he founding. says democracy again later but yeah. every generation has opened those doors a little bit wider to include more people who have been excluded before that's my fellow Marcus. americans america is an idea the people yell in the background the most like, powerful idea in the history president. of the world his approval rating the beats in the hearts of the people of this country yeah. It beats in all our hearts. It unites America. It is the American creed. Those darn Republicans. The idea that America guarantees that everyone be treated with dignity. 
It gives hate no safe harbor. It installs in everyone the belief that no matter where you start in life, there's nothing you can't achieve. That's who we are. That's what we stand for. That's what we believe. And that's precisely what we're doing. Opening doors, creating possibilities, focusing on the future. <laughs> and we're only just was beginning. No, that was me. That was <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. I was just talking about just we've never a guy who's been in Washington for 50 years is only just beginning. People, just people are chatting that he's trying to start a civil war. That's what yeah. it sounds and like. And this work is the work of democracy, the work of this generation. Wow. It is the work of our time, for all time. It's we can't afford to have leave anyone on the sidelines. We need everyone to do their part. So like, speak up, speak Are you going to have internment camps, show? Vote. What's going to happen, Joe? Vote. Where we go Vote. from here? Yeah, please vote. And if we do our duty, we will. Duty. If we do our duty, do in our 2022 duty. and beyond, like then the time ages the still to come will say, "We, all of us here, we kept the faith, we preserved democracy." He's we not the guy. We heeded our worst. No. We, he's not the guy. No. He's not the guy. We heeded not our worst. <laughs> it's uninspiring. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's flat. We, we Obama proved. was good. That, that's why oh, he's Obama yelling. Had he that. can't. Yep. The yelling part shows the performance. He doesn't feel this. Obama he doesn't didn't feel feel alienated. You, you wished you could think like he did. This guy, you just pushes you away. Oh, here comes the whisper. Finally, 20 minutes in. Nothing more American. Is that whispering? That's our soul. Not quite. Oh, he did it. That's who we truly are. And that's who we must always be. Do you think he I believes no what he's doubt. saying? He's None. been a politician too long. I don't think that so. This is who we will be. Does he want, you said? Do, do you Anybody think he believes what he's saying? We'll come together as a nation. Not most I don't think he knows Have you ever he heard his democracy. speech over the last 40 years? <laughs> that for the next 200 years... Watch him we'll speak and go flip-flop, flip-flop, flip-flop. Yeah, but he's also at the stage where he's lost his mind, right? We just need to remember who we are. I have another feeling on that. States of America, the United States of America. Old man yells then at why are you splitting us apart? Nation, <laughs> yeah. And may God protect all those who stand watch over our democracy. God bless you all. Walk the wrong way, dude. Go democracy. the wrong way, please. I want to win this. Go the wrong way. If he high-fives the air, you know he thinks he's got it. They're not going to Wait. Watching. Wait. Come on. Come on, Joe. Come Is that on. it? Where's he going? Inappropriate contact? Yes. No, he he's shaking hands. Aww. Oh, I guess the last She saved that. him. Yeah. His wow. handler there to take him wait. off stage the right direction. Look at, wait, he tried talking. It didn't work. Whoa. <laughs> he cut his mic. Smart. <laughs> oh Did anybody gosh. win? Who won? Nope. No. I think you got the closest. I what needed did, him to go the wrong way. If no, he walked the wrong way, I had Soul the Nation, Trump, Starts Late, and the Free Space. Mm. If, he, if he went the wrong way, I would have got it. Ah, boo. Yeah. I wow. feel like everything he said tonight was with the caveat, except for those darn MAGA Republicans. That's pretty much it, is that he says we're the greatest nation on the earth, aside from all the racist, horrible MAGA people. Except for half the country. And yeah, we yeah. need to unify, aside from all those horrible, racist <laughs> MAGA people. It's not unify with them, of course. Yeah. So he's allowed to do this. I, I, the Hatch Act actually allows the president and the vice president to campaign. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Interesting. I didn't know that. It just, it, I just, I'm not entirely sure that he can use the government apparatus to do it. Like right. the official White House channel to do a campaign speech, which is what he did. Mm. This is, uh, look, man, I've been talking about civil war for going on like five years now. Yes. And people called me crazy. They said, Tim's nuts. Crazy. It's never going to happen. And I, 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 I try to explain to people 
that what you see on the ground level with people who are fighting in the streets is trickling upwards. The culture war is reaching its way into every branch of government, and it will reach the highest levels. This is what we're seeing now when the president literally comes out and says something even more extreme than Trump said. You know, I, I mean, and Trump comes out and he's, you know, he, he smack talks Democrats, but smacking Democrats, that's, that's politics. Right. Joe Biden dedicated a speech, prime time, to condemn 74 million voters. Incredible. That's crazy. Yeah, don't misread that. That's exactly what he's doing. And this is a guy who campaigned promising unity. He can't get one Republican to support any one of his pieces of legislation. And he comes out and he acts like we're supposed to just blindly follow his vision, only his vision. And if we differ at all, we're now bad people and we need to be condemned. Why wasn't he has he ever given a speech like this about China or about Iran or mm. about one of the actual threats to this country? Or is, it, is it just us, the people in this room? Can I just say something? I don't think we should paint them as crazy. Mm. I think we should, as a threat to, to our republic, because it's orchestrated, it's Marxist uh, rhetoric, it's uh, on purpose. There are people behind this that have been there for decades, the globalists, the Klaus Schwab's of the world. Uh, so by aiming just to, he's crazy, no. We've got to come up with a better well, strategy he's to, to get the message out and combat this on the other side, on our side. Joe Biden, when he was running, they said, stay alive, Joe Biden. We just need your corporeal form. That, that was an actual article that was <laughs> yeah. written. Yeah. They, were, they were running against Trump. Yes. Now they're in a very difficult position because Biden is, he la he is anything but charismatic. And so this is their big push because the midterm's coming up and they desperately need something, but they know they're losing. This, it's a scary speech. But I gotta be honest, it makes me laugh. Because they're, they're terrified. It's, it's that scene from Starship Troopers when Doogie Howser puts his hand on the thing and then turns around and yells, it's afraid, and everyone goes, ah! Like, that's exactly what this is. I, he had to say MAGA Republicans and democracy 50 times mm -hmm. because they're losing. I feel like um, they also just have nothing to grasp onto except January 6th. Like, this sounded like it should have been a law and order speech, right? He's constantly talking about, we need to have peaceful Americans, this, that. But what forget about the, about the burglaries. Forget the about fentanyl all, deaths. Forget about the fentanyl deaths. Forget about the murders. The, the Asian hate crimes going on. The border. All of that. Nah, the Democrats really care about a bit of trespassing by grandma on January 6th. That's right. the law and order of the Democrats. Because that's all they have. Because all the other crime going on is their fault. It's their cities. Let me, let me, let me pull up this. Uh, exactly. The story we got here from Greg Price. The Biden administration <laughs> yeah. asked Meta if they would take down a Fauci parody account on Instagram. This, the White House emailed Meta saying, hi, hi there. Any way we can get this pulled down? It's not actually one of ours. It was a Fauci parody account. They were trying to get banned because the White House is actively participating in the censorship and Facebook is taking instruction from, right. from them. That's right. At this point, we need anybody who shared the Hunter Biden laptop story and was suppressed or anybody who shared it in general because Mark Zuckerberg admitted to suppressing it exactly. to file a, a First Amendment suit against Facebook and the government because they colluded to violate your free speech. Mm -hmm. You know, Rudy Giuliani, I had a meeting with him on this film, on his show, and he told me that when they got his, uh, they went to get his stuff, right? They, the FBI came in and took his stuff. And he said to them, he says, well, well, do you want these? And there were two laptops. And they said, what are those? He goes, those are Hunter Biden's laptop. And FBI said, oh, no, 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 we, we don't want those. <laughs> we're good on that. We're good on that. I mean, figure that out. Yeah. I mean, so the suppression of it, 
and and uh, it's it's uh, we're at a very dangerous time. I have not seen this in, in my lifetime, and we've had it just brings times. up it just brings up what this unbelievable story with Zuckerberg admitting flat out the yeah. FBI came to him, asked him to suppress stuff. Maybe it was the Hunter Biden laptop. Maybe they already knew about it, but whatever it was, and Zuckerberg sends a signal that I'm I'm game. Let's play ball. And we reached out to the FBI Breitbart and they didn't reply, which we can read into that what exactly what you think. And so now it's game on. So now the government knows they can just go to all these social media mm-hmm. giants, all these tech giants and just say, will you please do this for me? And they've every reason to believe the answer is going to be yes every time. They shut down Because Trump. they want those protections. They, they want shut those down protections. Trump's Twitter. It's yeah. good business for them to do what the Biden administration says. And that's the essence of the speech. It's sort of a dictatorial speech. It's sort of if you disagree with me, you are the bad guy. You are the problem, not just with the country, but with planet Earth. He's never singled out an enemy like this other than the regular Trump voters. That is his ultimate enemy. It's a fascist uh, speech. It is a thing that if you ever watch the movie- Hitler-esque. Yeah, I don't want to say it, but absolutely. (laughs) 1930s Germany. Mm. Now, you got to realize something. If you watch the movie Dr. Zhivago, and everyone thinks of it as it's a a film that, uh, 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 who's the great director, Stanley Kubrick did. Mm -hmm. And- Everyone thinks of it as a love story between Julie Christie and Omar Sharif. It's exactly what's happening in America today. My wife comes from Estonia, that part of the world. Oh, nice. Yeah, and she, I, I showed her the movie the other day. They experienced what's happening today. She's terrified. Mm. The signs are out there of what happened in that. And I, if you get a chance, watch Dr. Zhivago, even in terms of the taking away our weapons and then taking away our land. But you know that they're they're not powerful enough. It the signs are there. We're seeing um, history rhyme, but they're moving too quickly. I mean, look, we are a massively armed population. They would certainly <laughs> like that to not be the case, True. but it is the case. Yes. And so I kind of you know the reason why I've long said civil war is because in my mind the path we're going leads to a president denouncing half the country. But the other half of the country is able to muster up defense and an economy and some kind of system to survive and persist. There's a possibility that it could be wrong in that it's not going to be a civil war. It's going to be a revolution, in which case Mm -hmm. that is Biden wins without a fight that people just say, okay, well, whatever. And then the FBI starts arresting people, starts raiding people, they start silencing people. And they've been making tremendous inroads in that in that way. Arrest, you know, going after the former president, unprecedented. What we are seeing right now is coup level revolutionary level. They sent the FBI to the home of Donald Trump to take documents he had the authority to declassify. This has never happened before. This is one administration weaponizing law enforcement to target his political rivals. And they claimed Trump was doing it right. when Trump tried investigating the corruption of the Biden family. In the Ukraine. When, do you remember when, Ukraine, Trump, that's right. when, when Trump wanted to do a big parade with flyovers yeah. and show off some of the equipment for Fourth of July? Yep. Yeah. Okay, what did Biden just do? He just put the put the military right behind him to intimidate the MAGAs that we will come get you. He's already said, he's he's already shown he'll throw the FBI, the former president. He's doing this classic projection. He's doing all the stuff we've been accused of doing for the I last hope They've yeah. done this for decades. Well, well, this, this is their is, agitprop. This is their Marxist cultural no, revolution. But, but this is an escalation. This, this, this is a massive yeah, this escalation. Is, I, I, that, the reason I asked you your age is because we had someone super chat saying, I'm 60 and I've never seen anything like yeah. this yeah. before. Right. I, I, I try to ask you know older people all the time when I see them, like, have you ever felt it this way or this bad? Yeah. And the answer is no. I talked to a guy in an antique store 
And I asked him about, you know, because he was in his 60s, and I asked him about the weather underground. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember all that stuff. And then I was like, is it worse today? And he's like, well, that stuff was bad, but the entirety of today feels way worse. All right, talk about Bill Ayers and the weather underground. On their website back in the day, on their constitution, now the weather underground, they said they wanted to get a, a white liberal fighting force, combine it with the black liberation movement to bring down America, imperialism, colonialism, and institute world communism. That's Bill Ayers and Bernadette Dorn. This is what was on their website Good in the 70s. Good friends of Obama, I think, right? Yes, absolutely. Mm. Now, the people, see, we're not telling this. This is what's wrong with the GOP. They've got to talk about this. We've got to give historical reference point to what happened. Now you've got DAs financed by George Soros, and you've got them, Chase, Chase Bodine was raised by Bill Ayers and Bernadette Dorn because his parents, this is the DA in San Francisco, who's letting criminals out. And the same guy, Gascon, in New York, same, uh, in L.A., this is a absolute orchestrated, infiltrated thing. Bill Ayers went more underground, and what he started to do was infect education and the textbooks. This is what they did. And meanwhile, our education, I read a book when I was a kid, I recommend it, called My Dad Was a Knight of Columbus. He gave me a book. This is in the late 1950s, early 60s. None Dare Call It Treason by John Stormer, yeah. who was considered a, a John Birch Society guy, and they tried to minimalize that. None Dare Call the Treason, and Masters of Deceit was another book by J. Edgar Hoover. He said, read these books. He never talked politics a lot. I read these books, and I've seen this incremental. It started with taking prayer out of school, no more Pledge of Allegiance, infiltrating education. It gave the playbook of what the left was, their playbook. Before Saul Alinsky and before that, they knew this, and we've let it happen. Our politicians have made deals. You've got Mitch McConnell who has deals with all over the place. These guys, I mean, they go into politics and they get wealthy. They're not worrying about the American people. This is now, that's why I say you need a George Washington because in a way, you need somebody that's going to, and, and Trump was strong enough to expose a lot of this and get the ball rolling on it. And he got, you know, go ahead. What, what about Ron DeSantis? What do you think about Ron DeSantis? I, I love Ron DeSantis. He's is, an is, amazing person. He, he, yeah, he, I live in Florida now. Oh, and, nice. And he's oh, taking man. on, yeah, I moved after 45 years of being in Los Angeles. I couldn't take what was happening. So, you know, Donald Trump wanted to drain the swamp. He wanted to fire these bureaucratic state individuals. He made a lot of mistakes. He brought in some bad people. And he thought that he really would, you know, he didn't realize the level of obstruction with the Russiagate stuff. So I'm wondering, though, tactfully, Trump is, is lacking, Right. And, you know, even even his ardent supporters love that he talks and he's gruff. And, and you know, Ron DeSantis has the decorum and the, the MAGA, you know, behind him. But he but does he have the foreign policy, I wonder? Well, here's the th here's my thinking. I, and and I, I bring this up to people. I have eight kids. I say, say you had a child who's four years old, God forbid, and he's very deathly ill. And you have somebody that a doctor who speaks right, who does everything wonderful, will hold your hand when the child is sick in the hospital, the child expires, he'll come to the, the cemetery, give you, give you something and, and call up and how you're doing. That's that doctor. You got another guy that you maybe don't want to spend an afternoon with, he's belligerent, he's, you know, difficult to talk to, he's a little bit crass, but yet he's guaranteed to save your child. Mm. Now, I, I think you, you need the disrupting aspect of Trump 
and then DeSantis comes in for eight years and rebuilds it. But but to answer your question, he was on the House Foreign Affairs Committee and he was in Fallujah, mm-hmm. so I I, oh, I, yeah, I, I, very, I I don't think that's that that would be the issue. I think okay. it, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Answer. So yeah. So do you think DeSantis would you 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 think Trump over DeSantis? Would you agree Trump over DeSantis? Like Trump president VP DeSantis then DeSantis president? That uh, would be nice. That would be a nice. Very scenario. nice, but is it wishful thinking? Yes, absolutely. Probably. I, I'm I'm soundly in the we should have a primary camp and, mm-hmm. if, yeah. and if trump decides he's going to run and he tells everyone to clear out i'm afraid we won't and i think a primary is better i think it'll sharpen trump assuming he's the front runner yeah. uh or perhaps we see something interesting happen and i'm just afraid we're not going to get to flesh out not just the ideas but what you're talking about the tactics the and this is something where uh, i think it's essential that we do this and i don't know if it's happening right now somebody uh, we just had a super chat someone mentioned carl benjamin had a great video called it has to be trump mm. and one of the points he makes is that trump has to finish out his narrative arc what he's <laughs> what, what he started, what he, started. <laughs> he was the I, one that did good, it good point i mean i mean look i've seen and i love desantis i want him to stay in florida for another four years but i've seen him take it's like him giving a trump message in a certain way yeah, he does do that. So Trump has ignited a thing, and they've demonized this guy so much. Now, look at I—I I don't know all the ins and outs. I don't know, um, you know, but I do know coming from New York. I was born in New York. I spent you know twenty-six years in New York. Okay, coming from New York, I know, you know, you got Oprah, you got people that he was revered by. He, he got the NAACP award. Right. People right. said on both sides. He helped clean the. He helped save. He helped the save city. the city. Yeah. Yeah. With Giuliani, he understood that. He he did the. You know, he, he understood. Go ahead. I was going to say he. Uh, I watched a documentary from a while back talking about how Trump, New York was dying. Nobody wanted yes. to live there. Wealthy people were fleeing, and then Trump Tower and his property started bringing back the cool factor, and people all of a sudden now wanted to be there. And that helped kick it in the butt, along with Giuliani, of course, cleaning up crime. Absolutely, all these things. And his Central Park ice skating rink is an amazing story. How he got that done. I mean, by the by, the skin of his teeth, it's super cool. Just to make New York a happening place. And but they turned on him so hard because he had the wrong politics and he disrupted the status quo. Do you know about the Woman Rink? No, but I don't think it was. uh, People should know about the Woman Rink. What he just brought up. Tell me what happened. Because the Woman Rink was an ice skating rink. And this is why it's so important when he says, I just gave a $3 trillion infrastructure bill. Okay, we know what that's going to go to. We know the waste of money. <laughs> and this is story says the waste of government. And I've written about this Wallman Rink, talked about it, because I was there. The Wallman Rink was a, something that in the 1950s, the Wallman family gave $650,000 to do an ice rink in New York. Mayor Koch and the City Parks Department wanted to uh, rev- uh, renovate it. So they put in uh, two years and $3 million dollars to renovate this ice rink. And a little girl is watching from her house, Daddy, when is the rink gonna be ready? This is three years. She goes, well, honey, they should have it soon. Uh, Four years and $6 million. Six years and $9 million. And Donald Trump says, what the hell is going on here? So he goes into the fray, and New York City, there was a big political upheaval about it, and he got the rink. He got the rink, and they said that any overages he would pay for himself, any underages he would give to the cerebral palsy, the homeless, and AIDS victims. This is in the 80s. And the papers were fighting him and everything else. He got the rink. He did it in less than four months. And the first thing he said is, like he does, all right, he said, who designed this rink? And they said, well, we've 
got this Florida guy that's a refrigeration expert. And Trump, common sense, goes, what the heck does he know about refrigeration? So what he does is he says, he calls up the Montreal Canadiens and says, who builds your rink? So-and-so. Now, here's what happens, and I've seen this. When we build highways, it takes an inordinate long time. Why? Well, in the ice rink, they went down and the guy said, uh, they, they were putting down copper tubing, right? Because they have to put down copper yeah. tubing. And then they have to fill it up with uh, uh, Freon and then put it, the cement and then the water and all of that. Well, the copper tubing was being ripped off over the wow. years. Mm. So who was getting that? And then more was putting down. This is nine years. Oh, see, my god. Okay? So, so now what happens is Trump gets this guy, and then they put Freon in it. They pour the cement. The cement on one side is this high. It's that low on the other side. They never tested if there were any holes in it. But... At, they had holes in the, in the thing. So the guy says to Trump, he says, Mr. Trump, they don't use copper tubing for ice rinks. You use rubber tubing. You don't use Freon. You use a form of brine. He saved $750,000, <laughs> gave it to the homeless. Oh this is our government. Yep. And this is when they talk about infrastructure. That's why one of the reasons why I said, okay, I want this guy in. And even Oprah. Do you remember the Oprah interview with him? Did you ever see it? Mm -hmm. Put well, it up. Dur during his uh, campaign? A 19, no, 25 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He talked about the same thing. This guy has talked yep. about the same thing in terms of getting ripped off at that time, Japan, China, NATO, countries not paying their fair pay. He was mm -hmm. always America first. He was not a globalist. Yep. And they've painted him. They've assassinated this man. So that's where my frustration is because they've made it so, so... Uh, uh, what I was going to say is uh, it's not his politics. It's sort of. You know, his policies, I don't think, matter all that much. What matters is that he... I should say his domestic policy matters very little compared to his international policy. Ending the wars, yeah. no new wars, bringing our troops back. They don't like that when he comes into office, they say, you know, the intelligence agencies will come to him and say, here's what you're going to do now. Here's, here's our plan. And he right. goes, no. And they go, excuse yes. us. And so they go to war with him. Russia gate. It's endless. Now the FBI raiding his home because they said, we're in charge and you'll, you'll do what we want. And Trump said, no. Mm -hmm. I lived in Washington in the Beltway for about eight, nine years, and one of the biggest shocks while I was there was realizing the military-industrial complex is not a conspiracy theory. It's 100% real, and these people are not going to vote for people or appoint people who are going to take away from their, their bottom line. They are not going to have policies that are going to reduce their income level. And the responsible policies, the way you do modern warfare right now, we do not need to have the military-industrial complex at the scale we do. The only politician in America who really understood that apparently was Trump. And he comes in, maybe there's a couple others, but not, none with his platform. He comes in, this is a huge threat. And he had a very minimalist foreign policy, peace through strength. It was entirely effective. And this is something that is a huge threat because that is how they make all their money. Look at where all these guys go when they're out of the administration. They go into this loop, this revolving door, they make millions of dollars in contracting and then back into the government for the next establishment, establishmentarian administration. Look at what they Let did me, in Afghanistan. The billions of dollars that was left there, the planes, the, the weaponry, the, 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 I mean, how could they, how can you do that? How it was is intentional. It, of course Biden, it's intentional. Biden surrendered. Absolutely. If Ian were here, but yeah. Ian's off the night, he would, he would tell you that Biden surrendered our forces. And, it, and, it, and, he's, and he's correct. Biden abandoned Bagram Air Force Base without telling our partners mm. in Afghanistan. That makes no sense. There's no way you do that on accident. Such a scandal. Such yeah, and then it was looted by, by, by just random people. And then that, we droned a bunch of kids right after. 
Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. And it doesn't talk about it. And Joe wants to give a nice little speech on that. Let me jump to the story from the New York Times. Trump's lawyers may become witnesses or targets in documents investigation. And then we have this. Lawyer representing Oath Keepers arrested over January 6th from TimCast.com. They're going after the legal representation of people. They're making them frightened. But this is, this is, look, guys, the president just gave a speech where he said half the country are an existential threat to our democracy. Karine Jean-Pierre said this, we're an extreme, the MAGA Republicans are an extreme threat to this country and democracy and doubled down on this, calling them semi-fascist or fascist or whatever. And now they're arresting the legal representation or at least targeting the legal representation. This is unprecedented level of, uh, look, call it civil war or call it pre-civil war. But what we saw in the first civil war, I call it the first civil war, it's kind of funny, right? (laughs) What we saw in the civil war in the 1860s was Abraham Lincoln suspending habeas corpus in a corridor stretching from DC up uh, up to Pennsylvania through Maryland. And they randomly arrested people they didn't like in that corridor. And they arrested around 30 or so members of the Maryland legislature because they were sympathetic to the South. When war is happening, they, your rights are gone. What we're seeing now, you can call it, uh, some people have chatted saying it, that was a pre-war speech. That's something you hear. I said Hitler-esque. Yeah, I know Godwin's law, everything devolves after Nazi, Nazi Germany or whatever. But a president coming out and giving a fiery, angry speech condemning half the country and saying we have to fight against them is insane. But then when the federal government goes after the lawyers of people, it's right. well beyond that. It's one thing to come out and be like, Donald Trump did a bad thing and we're going to prove it. And it's like, I don't believe you, mm. but, you know, we still have to abide by this process until we either vote these people out, fire them or, or get some accountability. But show me the evidence. We did that with Russiagate. I very much was like, OK, show me the evidence, prove it. Turns out it was a hoax. It was all a lie, a manipulation to jam up Trump. Now they're going after the lawyers. This is that's it. When they go after the lawyers, they're basically saying there's no laws, there's no rules, and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. And people need to understand how real this is. Like every lawyer that took these cases for the Oath Keepers, for Trump, everything, they actually would have known the risk involved. And they would have been having conversations with their friends and family, people at their law firms saying, you know what could happen to you, right? Because, you know, everyone walking around day to day, they kind of think the system's functioning properly. People get treated fairly. But when you're in it, you see it. You know that you're going to get screwed over. Last time I came here on TimCast... Um, the guy who checked me in for my immigration, he freaked out when he looked at the screen because I was pulled into the back room for questioning as usual. And he started passing me notes privately. Immigration, what do you mean? Uh, immigration on my way in from Canada to oh, come okay. do this show. Okay. And the private notes he passed me said that you've been put on a watch list, basically, where you're going to be pulled in for the rest of your life because of some random agent in Seattle. Mm. I haven't traveled to Seattle in years who put you on a list because you were associated with people like Stefan Molyneux and he put you right. on a flag list, right? That's the kind of stuff that ha- they know. I get I get held up for eight hours sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm not able to make flights. Thousands of dollars missed. And that's just one of the operations, yeah, the things yeah, they do behind that. the scenes to make sure you know. But this, you is, do a, this, this is a perfect example get... to illustrate that. And what they're really doing yeah. is they're toxifying anyone associated professionally or as a high-level volunteer with the any right of center at anti-establishment movement. They're making it so that Trump can't staff a government if he gets back in. Mm. They're making it so that we can't hire people. That's right. So yeah. we, we have conversations periodically with high-profile creatives, and there's always an issue. I, I know uh, a lot of um, musicians, professional athletes, and they'll message me and say things like, I agree with you. The yeah. point of this is to make them say, dude, I, I really, I really can't. I'm sorry, man. I, yes. I'll lose everything. Yeah. Look That's what they're it. doing. Look what they're doing. And, they're, and But you know what? Some people are cowards. 
And that's, that's, a, that's the unfortunate reality. And if the issue is the people who agree with freedom, liberty, individual, uh, personal responsibility, and individualism, if, if, I, if, if, if those of us, if this faction is dominated by cowards, well, then we deserve to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That being said, I think this shows we are winning. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying that to, to get down. I'm saying that yeah. if you look at Carrie Lake's victory, you look at Liz Cheney losing, mid, the midterms are looking like it's going to be good. And that was Joe Biden crapping his pants in fear, knowing he's about to get impeached because the Republicans are preparing an impeachment on several fronts. I pray you're right. I, I, <laughs> I pray you're right. You know, well, thought, people got to register their, make sure they're they registering vote. people to vote. People have to vote. People register. have to get, they have to register. Rona, right now, you can go out to your neighbors and say, register to vote. And maybe they won't. We've had a lot of people message saying, I went out and talked to 42 people, two people registered. Good enough. Yeah, That's it, what we got to do. My fear is that the Roe versus Wade thing. I don't believe it. You, you I know, know what I mean? I don't think so. I don't think the Roe v. Nope. Wade stuff is going to be uh, see, see, this is when he's talking about, um, this is a direct quote from the speech. Backwards to an America, this is the, the, the Moggets are taking us backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no mm-hmm. right to privacy. Is it he's trashing us because we don't think you should have a limitless right to scramble a baby's brain and vacuum it out? Like, that, that's insane. But that's it's, not even what happened. The Supreme Court just said the states have to just send it back to the states. Right, of course. And so, if the, But most of the country knows this. Not all of it, but most of the country knows that that's what happened. This is, this is what desperation looks like. Mm-hmm. Going after lawyers, if they were winning, none of this would be necessary. Right. They have, they, they, it's a death rattle. It's, mm-hmm. it's, they become more and more extreme the more, it, it, this is panic. You know, people who are calm and collected and know they're going to win don't freak out and scratch at the walls. Tim, I got a question for you. Do you think they've done the calculation? What happens if the conversation ends, if we can no longer speak to one another? Uh, Obama lied to us, but he would at least try to convince us. He would try to bring us to his side. He's saying, I don't want to talk to you. I want to shut you down. I'm going to sick the FBI on you. I got 87,000 new IRS agents. I got the military behind me. He kind of looked like he was in like a pit of hell, like with (laughs) a red background. What was that about? Well, it looked more like- The V for Vendetta moment will happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, where, so, but where, but do you think do you think they get it that if we can't talk, it's going to get much worse in this country if we can't talk to one another? The, 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 look, in 2019, you know, I'm talking to Jack Dorsey, and he mentioned on, on Rogan Show, sure, liberal journalists only follow liberal journalists, and conservatives follow liberal and conservative journalists. That's right. Yes. It has always been the case that one side of the country was brainwashed in the cult, thinking they weren't brainwashed in the cult, and it was everyone else. Mm. Yeah. That's still true today. Absolutely. Bill Maher's show with Rob Reiner. Oh, he man. But, but even he, Bill Maher. He refused. No, but I'm saying Reiner right. refused to admit that the, that the Hunter Biden laptop was hidden. Right. He refused to admit it. But Bill Maher's the one who said, if a recession stops Trump, then bring on the recession. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, he has the nerve to come out and be like, they shouldn't have hid the laptop. Well, I'll say this. Yeah. Respect for doing the right thing, Bill. I just wish he did the right thing in the first place. I don't believe he was ignorant to what was going on. I think he was pandering because mm. he was saying what he thought mm-hmm. liberals well, wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Now he realizes the wokeness has gone insane and the safe bet is in the moderate space. Tim, mm-hmm. the number one rule in politics has always been it's better to be wrong too late than right too early. Yeah. Always for these people. Well, uh, what's the what's the saying? Um, what is it? It's, it's something like... Uh, Telling the truth is dangerous when the government is wrong or something like that. You know, you know, you know nah, that quote. Nah, yeah, I I wonder if by the way that Biden was speaking in that speech was still as if the Maggies were a small Maggies. minority of the country, right? <laughs> like they're that's what he, said, he kept said saying, Maggies. like, oh, we've got all these Republicans. I don't care what your opinions are, as long as you're for democracy and protecting the integrity of this nation. Like, I I wonder if he's actually trying to gaslight people. 
do they not realize we can look at the voting numbers? Yeah. I, I want to. We I wanna, can see how many people are Maggies. I just want to. <laughs> I want to point out, like, you they're know, trying to peel them away. I was I was talking about uh, Mark Ruffalo the other day. He's a you know he plays the Hulk. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Uh, you know, and he gave a, an interview to Variety, and it was actually one of the funniest things I'd ever read because they asked him if you know something like, "Are you going to play the Hulk in the future?" Yeah. And he said, "Maybe you know we'll do old Hulk because there's like old Hulk." But he goes. You know, the way the, the way things are headed and what we're facing right now in this country, there might not be a world in which we can do these things. So I hope I'm still around to do it. And so he's kind of like saying, like, the world may end as we know it, so I can't play the Hulk anymore. <laughs> and, and that was an intense thing because I don't completely yeah, disagree right, with him, right, to be right, honest. Right, but right. the best part was the Variety interviewer goes, ah, OK, moving on. Yeah. So anyway, and I'm like, <laughs> dude just told you the world was ending. He, he does this all the time. He, he'll tweet something suggesting the world's ending and then he'll have, he'll have a headshot of himself with a smoldering <laughs> hot look, just like he's trying to seduce people with his insane left wing rhetoric. But well, he, but, he's, but look, it's great content for us. So we're grateful. I hope he's well, doing it. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I don't disagree with him. I, I don't agree with him politically. Yeah. But when he said we're headed towards dark, dark days or whatever he's, he's implying, I think he's right. Mm-hmm. But my, my ultimately, what I wanted to get to is, you know, earlier today, I'm skating. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm going on the half pipe or the quarter pipe. I'm getting big air. I'm having a good time. I'm skating. And I'm thinking, you know, like things are going well. The midterms are probably going to be good. We got the chickens. You know, life is good. I'm, watch, I'm, I'm watching, uh, I'm reading stories about TV shows. People are making fun of She-Hulk. And I'm like, that's kind of normal. Like in, in yeah. the new She-Hulk show, she's twerking and everyone's like cringe. <laughs> and then. And, 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 then and, and you get the orange eggs, like the orange yolk and the eggs with the, with the, with the chickens. Well, it changes colors depending on the chicken, I guess. Well, so depending cool. on what, the, what they're eating. But that's so cool. I'm, I'm super jealous. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's good stuff. Sometimes they're really dark. And, and my, my point is, it was a good day today. And then Joe Biden comes out and he's like, you're all evil. The world is ending and we're going to destroy you. And I'm like, now I'm kind of freaked out. You know, like. Look, this is a speech, like you said. I want somebody to take his speech in the setting and put someone else's words into it from a certain period of our history, the 1930s, Mm -hmm. and see how that matched up. It would be, you know how they do these memes? Yeah. You've seen some of these shows where That was, that, look, I know uh, you're familiar with, uh, it's Godwin's Law, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what it is? You're familiar? That all internet arguments ultimately devolve to the point of calling someone a Nazi or something like that. (laughs) But to have a president come out and say, half the country, man, are a threat to our democracy. It's just kind of like, yeah, it's really crazy. I think Robert made a good point earlier when he said that he's trying to tear these people away. Have you ever heard of Hungarian salami tactics that the communists used Mm. where they would kind of find little groups or fringes or Mm -hmm. protest activism and then they'd publicly blast them and make them so unacceptable to be associated with that they'd cut them off and then they'd slowly just do it to one more group one more group one more group until all of their opposition was divided and right now they're trying so hard to divide the mega republicans with the regular republicans look what they did with lynn cheney i mean they keep doing they they applaud these other people that are peeling away and those people bring people with them Mm -hmm. and now Mom and pop that really don't know and are scared about the economy and what's happening to the world are sitting there going, you know, what do I do? Older, older people, unfortunately, they get their news from the, from the TV and the TV is lying to them. Right. Yeah, so, right. you know, making sure that we can spread the word among. Well, I mean, it's 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 there's also the problem with the younger people getting their news from just cults. You know what I mean? And the, school. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's ultimately just about finding where people get their information and helping expose them. This is the thing that Ronald Reagan said the most important thing, and I wrote it on Breitbart the week Trump won. I says, for his administration, Ronald Reagan, the last speech he gave to the American people, and the last part of that speech, his farewell speech, was we need to have an informed American patriotism. The most important thing, he says, we used to sit around the TV show and we would have shows giving American values. We would sit around yeah. discussing things with American values. He says, and I fear, and he saw the flag getting this, he says, I fear that unless we have a new American patriotism where we're teaching our children civics and the history of America, we're gonna lose our nation. And this is what I want to I want to talk about solving the problem here by pulling up this here website oh. mysonhunter.com. Oh boy. <laughs> I want to start by saying this. First, just for those that aren't familiar, this is a movie called My Son Hunter and it's about the Bidens. And I want to say culture is everything. Mm. Politics is downstream from culture. Culture influences, culture inspires. And cultures decide whether or not a law truly stands on the books. For instance, there are old laws like you can't put a pie on a windowsill on Tuesday. Because it attracts wild animals and there are school kids out. But no one enforces that law. I was, I, there's, there's books called like wacky laws. And they're like, did you know that you can't take a, no, for real, you can't take a bath on Sundays yeah. in Massachusetts or whatever. But wow. no, I want a copy of this book. There's a bunch of them, actually. Yeah. They're funny. And those, bo- those laws are never repealed. The issue is our culture changed and we decided, okay, we're not going to arrest anybody for that anymore, any, anymore. I'm pretty sure sodomy is still illegal in a bunch of places as well. Yeah. No cop is going to kick your door in because they think two guys are hooking. Like, we're, we're not doing that. Because culture. But if we were a theocratic fascist country, they would be kicking the door and saying it's a law in the books. Right. Building culture is the most important thing we can do. And that's why I think the movie you guys are doing is is so important. Do you want to explain what the movie is? What, who's in it? What's it about? Well, it's My Son Hunter, and it's based on the uh, not only the laptops and the information, the like Peter Schweitzer's book and stuff that John Solomon did and uh, all the articles uh, ad infinitum about the Hunter Biden laptop. It's also, I, I, I looked at beautiful things, his autobiography, to get a mindset of him, even though- Hunter's. Hunter's book. <laughs> oh, I, no. Oh, no. I wanted, he, and he writes about doing crack and all that? You know, oh, absolutely. This is where Robert it's, differs oh, from Hunter's. Uh, Robert's actually read Hunter's biography. Hunter's reading, and he's like, oh, I did that? That's crazy. <laughs> no, what I, and I, what I wanted to do is, because we have all the- of course, the, the sizzle of, of, of the corruption of the Ukrainian deals, of the Russian mafia deals, of the, the Chinese spy chief, and the tons of deals he made with the Chinese. Flying, uh, you got them flying to China together on Air Force Two? No, I don't have that, but it's implied. You'll see in a, in a, in a, in a different way, and it's, it's very funny. You'll, you'll, hey, well, so, I, I, I mean, I should tell you. I have Joe with a Superman cape on for one second when he when he visits the Chinese, <laughs> and you hear the, <laughs> and Hunter goes, "Dad, Daddy," and now the deals start to happen. But uh, so it's all told through the eyes of a a twenty five year old uh, left wing activist who is a stripper to pay for her college education, and she meets up with Hunter. A relationship relationship starts. A bouncer from the strip joint is put with them when they go to the Chateau Marmot to have this big party. Uh, uh, who's a, a, a actor? Uh, who's a soccer player of great face, Franklin uh, Adelaide, uh, a Nigerian soccer player, and he's the one who says, uh, "Kitty, I'm the black face of white supremacy," <laughs> and, and he's the one that navigates her through the internet to find out when she realizes this is Joe Biden's son. My life just 
got much more interesting. I want to I want to go back to the website real quick. So you uh, so obviously directed by Robert Davi, you've got Lawrence Fox, John James, Gina Carano, and Emily uh, Gajkovic. Goyevic. Goyevic. There you go. Wow, I totally butchered that name. <laughs> Goyevic. Uh, Emma, sorry, Emma Goyevic. Uh, so you got a bunch of great people in here, and uh, you yourself. For I, I, a lot of people already chatting, they know who you are. Okay. They're, they're, they're commenting on all the shows you've been in. They're like, <laughs> they all recognize you from Halo. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Has, that was just the voice. Yeah, yeah. But so, so I mean, you're you're like you're a big Hollywood guy, and you're now, you know, you you left, you went to Florida. Now you're doing a movie that is very much exposing the Biden family. I have to imagine a lot of your old friends are probably not happy. Well. You know, if they're real friends, you they're know, cool it's, with it's, it, right? you know, look at I have friends of mine that are absolutely left wing and it's what it is. I say to them, OK, I have lots of good friends that are name actors that are quiet conservatives that are frightened about canceling and everything else in their careers. So there's a different kind of a thing. People that might have. Uh, so but um, it, we have to become culture warriors. Yes. As you said, we have to. We can't worry about that because then we leave them to do the narrative and we get left out because the emotion of culture is what the young minds can respond to. It have, can move people. Have you watched the show The Boys? No, not yet. I think it's fantastic. It is a little cringe. Have you seen it, Alex? I, I'm, I'm aware of it. I haven't seen it. I don't even have you? know about it. Aware of it and I know all the memes. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody has watched it. Uh, so it's basically... It's like the DC. It's like DC's Justice League, but okay. if they're real people, right. and so you end up with Homelander, right? He's like Superman. He's a narcissist. He's, he's a sociopath. He oh. wants everyone to love him, and then you know all of these characters are basically flawed celebrity types with superpowers, and that's kind yeah. of what the show explores. And then there's government cover-ups because the superheroes accidentally kill people all the time. Sure, and, you know it's okay. it's interesting. They've mm -hmm. taken this turn in the show where they've made Superman into Trump. They've made Homelander basically Trump. Mm. And this is the importance of culture. In the show, the good guys are like, yo, they're going on TV and lying about what's going on. And there's like a fake Tucker Carlson. And then Homelander clearly is lying about things. And then they say they're, they're clearly making him be Trump. Mm -hmm. Then they're saying he's lying and show you fictional situations where he knows he's lying too. Mm -hmm. They're trying to, to mm -hmm. set your, your preconceptions as to what's happening in the world mm -hmm. because they know there are low information, dumb people who are going to see Trump and go, he, he's lying too. Mm -hmm. Oh, I saw that on TV. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And people might, you know, people who watch the show might, might give the benefit of the doubt to the average person. But I'm telling you, that level of influence does work. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah. It does. And they'll Look think it. they're geniuses for making that connection too. Yep. And no, so no. what, oh, what, what you need to do. Just like Trump. <laughs> here's what you do. You make a show that is not political, right. like the boys. But then you make allusions Put a message to, in the ravioli. Exactly. Yeah. Put a message in the, the ravioli. ravioli. That's is that what, what it's called? That's what oh, we, yes, it. that's what I did with the film. <laughs> I've got an important question. And it has to be a good ravioli and extremely tasty. Yes. Cheese and spinach or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mushroom. You, yes. could have, you can have a ricotta vegetarian. Mushroom. You can have ricotta, mushroom. With but it has sauce. to be a, a beautiful sauce. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think uh, Hunter's going to watch it? <laughs> I, I think so. Because this is like, again, the Wolf of Wall Street. And... Mm -hmm. Friends of mine in Hollywood, you talked about some of the Hollywood friends. You know, Hunter's like a counterculture hero. 
Yeah, there, there's because a, there's of the drug abuse and the, the women and the Chateau Marmont. And guys used to say, you know, I was at the Chateau Marmont when he was partying. What a wild scene that was. Let me tell you. Jeez. There's a read on Hunter that he's actually the only cool Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you think about what he does, it's True. He's totally <laughs> unencumbered. He's you know, figured out all these new grifts. Think about the art grift. Let's take that. Oh my gosh, he just, so he, good. He paints. People send him tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. We don't know who these people are. His not. art's crap. I mean, and Robert does an incredible job satirizing it in the movie. But we don't it's just an easy way to get this. none of us thought of that none of us are that smart this he's just, the one who's cutting all the deals for that yeah. you've just blown my so, mind maybe he realizes like my dad's been bullshitting his whole life wait a second Everything Joe was not show. lying when he said Hunter's the smartest guy he knows he's been <laughs> yeah. dead serious this is this is the girl, he didn't say he wasn't on crack. You'll see it you'll see in the film we, <laughs> he was lying we, about that we, we this goes there in the film the girl figures it out mm-hmm. when she's having a conversation with him that and and this is what makes it again a very interesting uh, film to me. Well, is my- that you can't even when I was researching this, a, 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 a actress friend of mine said, you know, Hunter rented a uh, Airbnb from my friend. There was a laptop and another. There was a backpack and another laptop oh, there. Yeah. This guy was leaving stuff all over the place <laughs> while he was getting high every fifteen minutes, dealing with the highest people in China and everywhere else. So, he's like cracked out of his mind and he's like in well, a Chinese but, office but and he's like, it, here's my laptop. The, the, supposition, <laughs> I got one. the supposition, Tim, is are the laptops left on purpose? Yeah. Or what? And that's he what, hates his and, dad and, and he's just he like, why can't Peter, I right? just this lose is, him the election allegedly, already? Allegedly <laughs> this, is, this is, uh, yeah, we don't go there, but we go there. But you what? do have Biden sniffing children, right? No, no, no. no he he sniffs that, other people. There's a lot he of sniffs other people. Lot he lot sniffs other people. Yeah, I didn't want to. I'll, I'll tell you what I think. I think I think uh, Joe Biden is a pedophile, and I think he abused Hunter. That may or may not be. I don't want to uh, watch the film, please. Yeah, we'll check it out. The film that I don't want to go into that because I didn't want to again. I wanted because there are certain. There's enough there. There's enough there, enough red meat there. I wanted to make people that were in the middle want to watch this film because it's a good picture while supplying the story let's, and the truth of what we think allegedly happened. Let's talk about Corn Pop. Oh, yeah. You know what I think? <laughs> I think Joe Biden besmirched the good name of Corn Agreed. Pop. Absolutely. Because if you listen to his story, what did he say? The kids were rubbing my legs. Do you remember mm. this? He'd yes. be like, the kids are rubbing my legs and mm. the hair would curl. And people have commented, someone super chatted, what if Corn Pop was a good guy who and was protecting trying to, the kids. protecting the kids from a creepy yeah. Yeah. Keto I saw that. pool? Yeah, I saw that. I believe it. I really do. Yeah. And Joe's telling this nonsense story about he called him Esther or whatever, yeah. and the guy had a knife. Yeah. I think he like. I, well, he was in a rain barrel and it was getting rusty, and he bang it up on the curb. Bang on the curb, yeah. get him all rusty. Right. Yeah, it's a no details. We can't miss those. Details. I think yeah. Joe Biden was at the pool yeah. with a bunch of little kids being a creep, and Corn Pop was like, "Yo, you need to get out of here," and he was like, "Come on, man." Yeah. Dude, dude, someone made a cartoon where Joe talks about the kids grabbing his legs. They animated it. It's, it's I love just, it so much. You've seen it? Oh, yeah, I love it so the much. The kids you know, grabbing his legs. What is this guy? Yeah, Everyone? they stand it up. They turn blonde in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He says this stuff out loud. Also in that speech, he called black children roaches. It was the, what? He what? calls black children roaches in the speech. No one's caught this. It is the most <gasps> oh. racist comment I've ever heard in my life, period. This, this, wasn't, this wasn't 1969. This wasn't... Wow. 1840. This was 2017. But what, what, in what context? Would he, he... Sa- he was talking about the kids at the pool. He says, I know how to deal with roaches. It's the craziest Whoa. thing. When you play oh, it back right. now, you're going to freak out. It's unbelievable. It's... And he says it in this thing, which is, he, he, he is a, he, there's definitely a pervy side. As yeah. we all I think know he this. abused Hunter. 
I, I, I thought about how does the son of someone so prominent be a crack addict who's mm -hmm. who's got these weird perversions? And I'm like, something happened to him. No. He was traumatized. Then you look at his dad sniffing and groping children. And I'm like, I think I know where this is going. Yeah. And everyone says like, oh, if that were happening, it would come out. You know, Joe Biden's a powerful man. There would be people watching. But no, that's precisely why something like that would never come out. People know if you are crazy enough to abuse children, you'd be crazy enough to kill people who were going to talk about it. You'd be well, crazy I enough think to do a lot of there, stuff. For me, there's enough there without making that supposition and when you see the film there's enough there to say what let did people. happen let people make their own decision mm -hmm. because well, that then it doesn't it, I, I think sometimes it doesn't help us bring people into the tent because let them say oh my god make the supposition right. And let them come up. Oh, yeah, I'm, not saying I, I'm not saying I know for yeah. sure about any of so, that, but just the idea that like if the elites are abusing children, it would come out for sure. Like, no, they would have so many methods of covering well, look this at up. Epstein. Yeah, exactly. Look at exactly. what's happening. People didn't there. believe that. It was too crazy. Yeah. When Alex Jones was talking about it, they're like, he's crazy. There's yeah. no way that's happening. Yeah. Did you see the trial where the lawyer asks Jones and he's like, so you believe that, you know, Epstein or no, no, he's like, you, you believe that there's a cabal of like elites that are trafficking children. And he goes, you mean like what Epstein did with the Clintons? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He threw that in there <laughs> when they were berating him for other things. And then people, he, people, people made a thug life video where the sunglasses come on. Yeah. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> it was what, wild. Wasn't there something weird in Biden's daughter's diary? Was yes. That? They were showering together. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a bigger question. Why did the FBI go after a lost diary? Yeah. She's a private citizen. Right. She's not in government. And it wasn't legit, right? It was Russian disinfo too, right? Yeah, that yeah. wasn't a real right. diary. Yep. Why? Mm -hmm. Was Why? it to protect the contents? I don't know. But what I, what, what I can say is something is wrong when the FBI says a diary of a private citizen is of national security interest. Of a little interest. girl, a little girl's diary. Well, I mean, how, how, how old, old was she when she wrote it? Because I thought it was like 11, an older 11, 14 one. or something. I don't know. So oh, this is up. just a, a, a 50 cent piece of paper. And the FBI had to get it. Well, yeah. so now you got to wonder. Well, they had nothing else to do. I mean, she yeah, wrote about taking showers with Joe, right? There was, was it, something alluded to that. That I and she said probably inappropriate or something like that. Yeah, there was that was again alluded to. I don't know. I didn't read that. I'm just the hearsay of it. There was things to that. Your audience can tweet us and or. or <laughs> Remember when uh, Joe broke his foot or whatever because the dog. In the shower or something yes, like that. Yeah, that was yeah. unbelievable. Like, what is going on? You know, you know house, what, what's interesting about this movie, and Tim, you've been talking about this a lot this week on your show, about how you got to start with the art. And this is what really drew us in at Breitbart. We've always wanted to distribute movies and get into this entertainment business. To but, lure people into your right-wing world. Huh. Uh, uh, well, uh, I, I will say it flat out. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but you don't do it just by starting with the politics and then right. you, you try to see if we can put something together. No, you start with the aesthetics. You take Robert, who's been, had a byline of Breitbart since 2009, knew Andrew, were friends. But he travels the world performing Frank Sinatra songs. He's made movies in the past. He is a household name and a household face for his acting career. That's the type of guy we want to see make a movie. And the movie is hilarious. It is so many facts in it. It's so exciting to watch. It is. It hits you in the face. It's like a fever dream at times. There's really good looking people in it. It's really fun. And then also it does layer in all of that stuff that if you're not listening to a show like this or reading Breitbart or listening to our shows, then you're not getting that information. And the same way, Tim, with what you're doing with your music, which is you're just making music. I loved when you read earlier this week, and I'm going to flatter you a little bit, but it, this was so good. You were reading Super Chat and someone hating on on your music. And and you said, uh, they, they were reading something like it was the worst song they ever heard. And you said, well, 
Maybe it is. I don't know. I made <laughs> yeah. a song. You're very honest about <laughs> it. But I, it I, I made a song. I put it out. Let's, let's let people evaluate it. I love that approach so much. I think Andrew would have loved that approach mm -hmm. because you you create the art. Let the art be what it is and let people talk about it. Let people discuss it. Let the Daily Beast try to cancel you over it. Do that. That's what Robert's done with this movie. Promote it for me. Exactly right. I'll say, I'll say it now that it's Thursday and this is the last day. I didn't want to say anything when we launched, but all yeah. of these lefties attacking the song were pumping the numbers mm -hmm. tremendously. Mm -hmm. And they, but they really were. They were posting it. There's like 17 posts on Reddit. We have we have an app that tracks social posts for all mm -hmm. of our content. Yeah. And then I'm just like watching them go nuts, rag on the song, and I'm like, 95% thumbs up on the people who've watched it, and all they're doing with hating on it is sharing the video. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I was talking to a friend earlier. And I mentioned how the Daily Beast said this of, of, of me, that I'm trying to lure people into the right-wing right. world. And he was saying, like, they need something to, to fight against. And I was like, they need to hate it because it's their thing to do. Like, yes. otherwise, what do they have to talk about? There's nothing. Right. So they create an enemy. They say they hate it, but the reality is they don't really care. Can pe I ask you? Pe people are checking out your music. And I'm sorry, Robert. I'm, this is the thing I'm most passionate about. People are checking out your music yeah. because of this stuff, and they're realizing it's good. They're going to check out this film well, because they read articles like like the Guardian that wrote uh, that wrote guys stop trying to make Hunter Biden conspiracy theories happen. That's a direct line from a, they haven't seen the movie and they're already trying to cancel it. Good music is subjective. We were listening to the Billboard Hot 100, so all these lefties come out and they're like, "This music is dated. It's too." Unless Lizzo makes it, then it's always good, no matter well, what. If so, Lizzo's doing it, so they said it's dated, and I'm like, "Kate Bush is number five yeah. on the Billboard Hot 100." It's like, right. what does dated even mean? Yes. But um, so we started listening, and we started playing that song "Sunroof." It came. So we were, we were listening to the radio, like the streaming radio in the car, and "Sunroof" by Nikki Yore came on, and it is a teeny bop. Mm -hmm. I'm driving the sunroof or something like that. And I was like, is this what they want? Is this what they want me to do? I'll do it. I, I swear, we're going to make a song called Is This What You Want? And it's going to be pop. And we're going to be bopping around at a club. And the lyrics are going to be as vapid and as boring as possible. And I'm like, no, no, look, man. Good music is subjective. Mm -hmm. Some people think Zeppelin was the epitome of good mm -hmm. music. Some people think the Beatles were. Mm -hmm. Some people think it's CCR. Some people think, nah, man, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s. Everybody has their taste and they're allowed to have it. Don't know, don't care. I like some music. I don't like other music. A lot of people really love Nickelback. Not for me, but hey, yeah. they were a number one for four sure. weeks in a row. That is an amazing feat. Mm -hmm. So yeah. good for them. If I put out a song, it's because I write music and not everybody has to like it. Right. And, I, and, and it is what it is. So yeah, I just want to say on this, I thought we'd get like a hundred, a couple, a couple hundred thousand hits on it. It's at like a million something. Mm -hmm. in, on the streaming services, we're a couple, like a hundred or plus thousand or whatever. Uh, the sales, I think, are over 10K or something mm -hmm. like that. And then I'm like, oh, that's really cool, man. I really appreciate that people are supporting us. If if 100 people liked the music, I'd say, okay. We've yeah. put out Cast Castle, and we've gotten a certain amount of fans for it. We put out Tales from the Inver Inverted World. We got some fans for it. Chicken City's got fans. None of these things are like Time Magazine front page uh, you know, content, mm -hmm. and no one cared about any of those things. Mm -hmm. But this song actually took off, and people liked it, and they reacted with an inverse reaction of, mm -hmm. if people are liking it, we have to hate it with, with an equal amount of force. Mm -hmm. That's, um, I just want to bring, yeah. because we, we say right wing a lot, and I think they might say, okay, what, what is right wing? You know, the definition of right wing and left, to me, I love this country. My grandparents, Discerning. My grandparents came from Sicily and Naples. The New York Times said the Italian was lower and dirtier than the Negro in 1906. There were 18, in 1886, there were more lynchings of Italians than anybody else. 12, 15, 
Sicilians were lynched in New Orleans in 1886. Now, when you say right wing, and you say, they came to this country, their first, they were speaking Italian. My first language was listening to Italian. But they said in the home, speak of the English. Raise the flag. My grandfather came in, went into the U.S. infantry, critically World War One, critically wounded twice. My dad, World War Two. My uncle's the Battle of Midways. My dad's ship was torpedoed. He was in the water three days. Every Memorial Day, Veterans Day, the flag was raised. He put on his Navy uniform. There was a patriotic in the air. We loved our country. There was something in the air. And they have taken it away. And that's not right wing. We're not right wing. We're Americans. There should be no left and right. There should be Americans. And the whole idea of America first, this is what we have to keep bringing up. The idea that there was a man, and I want to bring him up quickly, William Harvey Carney. You've got Black History Month. William Harvey Carney was a, was a, a black slave who fought in the Civil War for the, for, the, for, the, for the Union. The guys holding the American flag was shot up and the flag was about to hit the ground and he picked it up before it hit the ground and he marched with the flag and he got critically wounded himself several times. He got to safety, he gave the flag off, he said the old flag never hit the ground, boys. He then became, in the 1870s and 80s, he became part of the first post office, postmaster, and got the Medal of Honor in 1903. Has Black History Month ever talked about William Harvey Carney? Do you know the the legend of the uh, the American national anthem? How it was written? When he sang uh, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof of the night the flag yes. was still there. The idea was that you know he's on this ship, yes, and the American flag was the fort was being bombarded, and every time a bomb would explode, the flag would be illuminated. Yes. And what was happening was every time damage would be taken, the flag would go down. Someone would run up and prop it up, mm-hmm. and then die holding it. And in the morning when they came back, seeing the flag there, it was the corpses of the soldiers who refused to let it fall who had kept it up Mm -hmm. in the end. Now, that's probably a legend, but it's a brutal story of, like, refusing to let the flag fall. Well, that was William Harvey Carney. Now we got this guy, Kaepernick, kneeling and people spitting on the flag and desecrating America. Look at every country in the history of civilization has gone through difficulties. They've had slaves. They've had uh, wars. They've had everything. Are we going to go back to the beginning of time and go into Egypt and uh, Saudi Arabia and uh, uh, Wales, everywhere? So you got to stop the nonsense, what's going on, and our politicians are feeding into it. We're Americans. This is a great country. We have freedom. We're blessed with a country. Not right wing. It's not right wing. It's not alt right. It's not but left. I mean, le- it's Marxist and America first and freedom. Here's what we have. We have traditionally in this country a left and a right. At some point in this blob of left and right wing politics, a, a, a budding occurred and a blob of the left flop, slopped off. Yeah. and grew and became its own political sphere that calls itself the left. But there is still a left and a right. If Ben Shapiro and I were to sit down and talk hard policies, I would be left of him and we would disagree on, on many things. And we would agree on certain facts and studies, but our opinions on how they should be handled would be slightly different because there's a left and a, and a right traditionally in this country. But this weird cell that's been growing and, and, and expanding that believes it is the left is actually just a cult. They're not left. What, what about giving a child a sex change is inherently a left-wing policy position? Yes. It's not. It is an ideological position. But they call it the left. And that's why everyone else is right-wing. 
That's why they say Tim Pool's a far right YouTuber. It's like, bro, I'm mm -hmm. like pro progressive tax and pro choice. Mm -hmm. But that's right wing now because it's expanding mm -hmm. and its sphere of influence is expanding. However, I do think it is it has begun to lose. The big news that, that uh, came out earlier or the other day was that Gutfeld has surpassed Colbert in the yes. ratings. Now, a lot of people are going to act like that's no big deal on the left. They, they don't want to admit that they're losing. But when late night, you know, the night late night show, whatever the things are called, right. are now less relevant than a cable news channel that started in the 90s, you are losing your cultural influence. Absolutely. And that matters. That means we're winning. Yeah. This, well, uh, they, they, they have denied. Look, they come out of Los Angeles and New York, these talk show guys. And you got the Colbert guy. You've got the other two guys. And they refuse to talk about the epidemic of homelessness and crime in those cities. It's astounding to me. They'll talk about everything else, but they won't say in their own backyard because the elites don't give a red... Look, at the when you go onto a movie set, and we were talking about this earlier yeah. with somebody, with uh, Sean Spicer, actually. Sure. When I go onto movie sets, the crew, they'll be doing the makeup or the mm -hmm. hair or the guy putting the lights or the microwave in. Thank you. Mm. The crew, the workers, the people that are running this country. But there's a comic that shows a man burning a woman at the stake, and he says, just so you know, I agree with everything you said. <laughs> right. Mm. And that's what it is. These are the, you know what, I, I, there, there's, I can respect to a certain degree that people are, 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 are struggling and stuck, but it, it really is not a compliment for someone to whisper, I agree with you. Yeah, no, I'm no, I hear you. Anything. I hear you. But they're there. So we yeah. have to give them the courage. We have to find out how to inspire them to speak up culturally, yeah. to have yeah. these cultural warriors. We have to speak up. This is what, I've had a big argument with a very close friend of mine, like a brother. I won't mention the name. I won't mention what it was about. He has a some platform. And he's had people on, but he won't have me on because I'm a, it would expose, right it would expose the, the, the thing. Think about that. And so I said, but, but you agree with me. He goes, I know. I said, but unless we all start to speak up, what you're talking about is gonna, we're going to be lost. We've I got so to take... They've, they've got a whole lot of emotional reasons to hate the left. You know, these people have kept them away from their families through all the COVID stuff, uh, gas prices, people getting fired from their jobs. It's been horrific for people. But they don't have a whole lot of emotional reasons to love the right. Trump gave people that for a bit. He was a obviously this big populist voice. Well, it was about why, America. Yeah, He yeah. was giving us but, America. But he would amp people up emotionally, right? And this yeah. is something I was talking about a year ago yeah. where I was saying, you know, feelings don't care about your facts. We've been saying it the wrong way yes. this whole no, time. No, I'm, I'm so with you on that. Feelings motivate yes. people. You tell someone's yes. kid falls That's off a boat and you tell them they have one one out of a hundred chance of saving them, they're going to jump in every time because they love their kid. They're not going to be motivated by the numbers you give them. And that's why I love being I'll here with you. a bunch of artists. Yeah. I'll tell you. I didn't think I'd see this. I'll tell you a story. The right. <laughs> there's a, there's a crazy story that was actually not that long ago where a guy was at the uh, uh, Yosemite, I think, or the, where the, where's the hot springs at? Is that Yellowstone? Yeah, not sure. Yosemite, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. <laughs> and so he opens his car and his dog jumps out and runs full speed towards the hot spring and he yells at it, no, stop, and it won't listen. He runs after it and the dog jumps in the hot spring and starts screaming. So he takes his shirt off and they tell him, you can't go in and, he, and, he's, and he's like, like, hell, I can't. And he jumps in and immediately goes, help, ah! They pull him out. He dies. Aww. He didn't care that he was going to jump into a boiling vat. His dog wow. was already dead, but he loved his dog and didn't think twice. Mm, yeah. There's another story of a guy who, got, there's a video of this, I think. He runs up to his, his house on fire and the fire department's there. And he runs up 
And then the, the firefighters are yelling at him. And then he like just runs past him and then runs out with two dogs. Yeah. Mm. People are motivated by it's their like emotions. like the mom oh, yeah. well, from Uvalde who ran there was in an article, and give a shit. Yeah. There was an article, and I wrote an article in the Washington Times, Our Pets Are Family Too. And mm. it was about, and this was in the 80s, when there was a thing with there were street muggers that mugged an old couple, beat up the woman, took their money, hurt them. And my supposition was, and then this was in one spot, and this, the passerbys did nothing. There was another in D.C., where there was someone on the roof, on a ledge, and the people down there, stay, stay, help him, help him, let's get him help. What's the difference in the scenarios? One was a human being, the other on the ledge was a dog. Wow, really? So I said that if these kids that mugged these women never had an animal to love, hmm. and I said, our animals help us be more human. That's so true. In a certain way. And I said, and this was in the 80s I wrote this, on the Washington Times. I mean, yeah, I wrote it in the 90s, but how interesting is that, that we, you know, that story, going back to you, that the guy ran in for his dogs. I mean, can I go to the bathroom? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't got to ask. You no, just no, go yeah, and do it. But we'll, uh, you we'll got to put your hand up first. I know. Yeah, yeah. Hand. So yeah. And then actually, podcast. Lydia has to give you the permission. Yeah, that's true. I do have to give you the yeah, permission. Yeah, you need a pass no, also. Go ahead. There's a pass. Of course. There. So, but I think that I'm a little blackpilled on this too, because mm -hmm. I think that it's too late to just sit around and whisper to Robert when Robert's in your makeup chair. It's just that those days are over. Yeah. Uh, we need people to be outspoken. And you don't have to be mean about it. You don't have to be... Uh, it's, if that's not your voice, find your voice. But you do have to be out there and be vocal and say, actually, I don't think the lockdowns are that great. I don't think we should amass kids all that, that much. Like, it's, just start with something basic. Just start with, well, you know, I liked abortion when it was safe, legal, and rare. Why is it third trimester, fourth trimester? Like, well, post why? Birth. Yeah, post birth. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just start with something like that and see how I, you're received. But not even that. I said, you don't even need to say anything other than, oh, I don't know. That sounds kind of weird. That's it. Someone Simple. comes to you and they yeah. say something right, like, right. you know, I, I think we should be giving children sex changes. You go, oh, I don't know. That sounds a little extreme. That's it. Yes. And they'll say, oh, are you trans? I'll be like, I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. I just right. yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. Just chemical castration of kids. Don't <laughs> you're not going to go that far. Yeah, like I thought I was a dog when I was five. What yeah, are you really <laughs> talking about? <laughs> no, time for surgery, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. Before we go to Super Jazz, can I say, because we've been having this conversation myself and my husband because I made the supposition that facts do care about your feelings or feelings yes. do care don't care about your facts yes. this is something that Ben Shapiro talks about a lot facts don't care about your feelings I think this is why the right is losing it's because they ignore the fact that feelings exist and are very important because 100%. like you're talking about how people jump into the freaking hot springs after their dogs we had a dog die this year and I think Robert's right that it really makes people more yes. human to have to care deeply about a creature like that Ben Shapiro is wrong He's wrong. He is I, wrong. I, I, but his I wife facts is do care about your feelings. Very, very much. Let me, very let, much so. No, no, no. So we, people have said facts don't care about your feelings. Yes, but feelings don't care about your facts. But facts are manufactured by people based on their emotions. And I don't mean literal. literally. I mean in the world of postmodernism, they claim facts, but they're really fabricating. They're using sophistry to assert what they claim is a fact when it's not. So when you get them coming out saying Donald Trump staged an insurrection, they would tell you it's a fact and it's based on their feelings. Mm, yes, mm. So exactly. people believe the facts, quote unquote facts they're receiving 
are true when in fact they're just manipulations of emotion. We and just watched a whole speech that was pure feeling and emotion mm-hmm. and platitudes presented as these are the facts. This is what's going on in our country. The whole violence, 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 violence. He said violence like six times. What? Because one Trump supporter got killed by law enforcement on January the 6th? Like that's it? Like that's the basis? But they yes, inverted. But, but the so violence was for three years. We watched three emotion. years of violence. Yeah. What? The violence was in the it's streets. Not it's not. In Portland, they just shot and killed a guy. I mean, it's 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 they they, they, they attacked an old man in a van. Yeah. Let's go to Super Chats. It is time. Yes. If you haven't already, would you kindly <laughs> smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, head over to TimCast.com, become a member. We're going to have a members-only show coming up at about 11 p.m. And if you'd like to help us lure people into our right-wing world, today is the last day where they track the ratings for song releases for us because we release on Friday. So if you really do want to support us, the link in the description below at Bandcamp, you can buy the song Only Ever Wanted for 69 cents. And uh, if we get enough sales, maybe we'll chart and have a bigger cultural impact and then freak the left out a little bit more because they're just nuts. Um, but this is the last big push, so we appreciate your support. You better get that song or I'm going to haunt your nightmares. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> all right, all right. Point. <laughs> Let's read some Super Chats. We got um, Dakota Stanton and Matthew Hammond are both asking about Stargate Atlantis. Dakota says, Mr. Davi, did you enjoy your time on Stargate? I did, absolutely. The crew was terrific. The writers were great. The cast was terrific. We had a wonderful time. We shot it in Vancouver. Oh, no way. Yeah, we shot it. I was there in Vancouver. My stomping grounds. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It was a lot of fun. Um, And the the show around the world, people appreciate that. And I love playing Augustus Collier. I think they could have done more with him. I need to watch Atlantis because I watched SG-1, and it was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely just phenomenal. So I need to watch Atlantis. Did you ever play the game Halo after narrating it? My kids did. You never played it yourself? Never played it. Never played a video game in your life? I dabbled like this a little bit. You know what I mean? I, 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 for two, Which one? Two, two minutes. I, you know, I don't know. What is it? It is. A, I forget the name. My son, I have a 21-year-old boy who's, okay, you know, right. that's great. I'll give you a, a pass. Yours. You should play Halo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, all, a lot of military guys. I mean, so many people told me, hey, Halo's our you know, favorite game. And, but I was, you know, no, no. I was listening. Anyway, go ahead. Let's go to Super Chats. Stephen A. says, thanks for putting your new song on Bandcamp. I purchased it as soon as I found out. Being drawn into a right-wing world was never so much fun. Yep. <laughs> Mission accomplished. My plan is working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. Holy cow. It's so insane that it's was like, that a Joe Robert, Biden we need to laugh. Robert, no, we, Joe, we my, my Joe laugh. Biden impersonation would be like, I made a song. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Hope it's good. Oh, and then he poops his pants. <laughs> I pooped my pants. Okay, where you was know, I? getting back to Mice and Hunter, you can get it miceandhunter.com. You can pre-order it now. Great cast. John James plays Joe Biden. Does a great job of it. Uh, not, uh, it's not a parody. It's not mm-hmm. a. It's a performance. It's really a performance. Lawrence Fox is incredible uh, as uh, as Hunter and uh, Gina Carano, who plays the a Secret Service agent has a in, a, in a very interesting way, she reminds me of a, a, a modern day, different kind of Lauren Bacall. Because she has that saucy oh, ins- insolence. That's what my parents named me after. Really? Gina, yeah. <laughs> Gina Carano posted a meme that was like, hey, we shouldn't hate our neighbors. So they canceled her. The real issue was they knew that she wasn't going along with the agenda and they needed justification. She's working just fine. Let me tell you about this tennis player. Everyone talks about why he was canceled. Well, I was in Serbia filming the, the My Son Hunter film. When Trump won, there were banners all over Serbia. I met uh, 
the tennis player at a pizzeria outside the pizzeria. Ah. And but what people don't remember is in 2020 he came out saying I'm supporting Donald Trump. Oh, really? So this thing, this is the most famous athlete in the world, basically, and I think part of this whole thing could be a a, a retaliation. Be, uh, yeah. Interesting. Mm. Ashborough says, holy crap, it's Special Agent Johnson. Uh-huh. No relation. <laughs> what is it? What, what, what show is that from? Was that from? Die Hard. Die Hard. The oh, best yeah. Christmas movie on... It is. Oh, my God. It is a Christmas movie. Just like Saigon, eh, Slick? Oh. But it was released in July or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it became a Christmas yeah, film yeah. because yeah. of... Uh, it's I Christmas. Did, yeah. I, I just didn't... In London. I just They just did a screening of... Uh, Die Hard in London. Uh, my, j- myself and John McTernan went, the director. I gave a little concert there, and at the end of my little set, I sang "Let It Snow" with the audience <laughs> to ensure that it is a Christmas movie. That's great. And my family thanks them because the residuals around Christmas. <laughs> you know, for me, it was a wonderful life. Yes. There's other Christmas movies, but this to become a Christmas movie, I I love it. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. I I think so. Um, and and whether people want it to be or not, it's stupid. It is like we have memed it to yes. be at the very least. Totally yeah. on Christmas, we love to watch Die Hard. Yeah. And and yeah. this Christmas, watch it because da- the Davi's on-screen entrance is one of the best in all of cinema. It's unbelievable. Oh, you'll, you'll, you'll laugh at my. I got a story. So I was very close friends with Schwarzenegger back in the day when we did Raw Deal together, and we used. To, I didn't know him, and then we did Raw Deal and became very close friends. And we used to go to. I'd worked out with him when I was a thirty-two inch waist and twenty-two inch arms every day. We'd work out. And uh, so we go to a screening of Die Hard, and uh, we're sitting at 20th Century Fox, and I'm sitting here, and Arnold's, uh, I'm sitting here, and Arnold's sitting here, and we're watching the film, and it's just, it's a, I mean, incredible, first yeah. time seeing it. And uh, Arnold goes over, my, come on, he goes, who's in charge here? Not anymore, me. He goes, this is fantastic, you're fantastic in this, I love it, it's fantastic, great entrance, this is great, and he's watching the film like this, enjoying the movie and as the FBI guy starts to become a little stupider the look on his face is one of what the heck is going on here and he looks over the, what are you doing you idiot what happened here <laughs> I says Arnold it's not me it's the script <laughs> he took it you know he was wrapped up into the it was a very doing? funny moment yeah alright Waffle Sense it says where is Lauren's paper cup I just finished it and threw it out oh was, man I've been, I've been keeping it on the down low trying not good. to be a yeah. bad influence she's been great right? yeah. <laughs> what was in the paper cup what is this Tim Highland Park 17 it's scotch nice, nice I, scotch I just they go. try to bring me nice uh, cups but it's a you ever drink bourbon I've, had, I've tried bourbon we've got bourbon before. you do yeah. let the me cup? give you I had my first drink alcohol I had wine as an Italian but my first hard drink I'm filming with Frank Sinatra 1977 in Little Italy amazing at a and we're in a social club at two o'clock in the morning. And I'm sitting there uh, up against this radiator. And I'm thinking to myself, my first film with Sinatra. And he's at the bar with a guy, great actor, Harry Gordino, another guy named Martin Gables, who was married to Arlene Francis. People don't know these names, but they're big names. And a couple of other interesting characters. And Sinatra does a double take. And he goes, Robert, have a drink. I don't drink, Mr. Sinatra. You don't drink, you're fired. <laughs> I'll have what you're having. Oh, wow, yeah. He says, get over here. So I come to the bar, gets a battle of uh, uh, Jack Daniels, bucket glass, two lady fingers of Jack, four ice cubes, the rest water. He says, this will be your drink. It'll get you where you want to go to without getting you hurt. Oh. And 
after twenty, after five rehabs, I'm still drinking the jet. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, I jest, of course. But it's a good drink because it's watered down, and you know you can sip it, and it's an, enjoyable. Yeah, but yeah. we all got a had a drink with Frank Sinatra's story too. So yeah, it's, of you course. Just yeah, everyone has to. Yeah, so true. Yeah. Me and Sinatra, we go way yeah. back. Oh, yeah. I got a better story than that, but I won't tell it. <laughs> oh boy, Chris Van Dern. What? Says, you can't do that. No, that's when. Un- wait. Oh, yeah. right. you, you want to hear it? Absolutely, you can't. Should we save it for the members only portion? Whenever you want it, you tell. Me. Oh, this is yeah, because oh, that's, that's an epic tease. Members well, of, that is, that's an epic tease. I love it. Because, yeah. that's, yeah. because that's the un, it's, that's when you can be not family friendly and uncensored. And well, yeah. it's not a censoring thing, but Such tune in to after to get there the story go. about. Now we're talking. Uh, it's very interesting. Well, story. we'll ask you a bunch of the stories. Yes, the juiciest one. Yeah. Well, this is actually it's it's not under it's not well it has a it's not that seedy it's it's really quite his sensitivity. Talks about his sensitivity. So we'll uh, we'll put a tag in that. We'll save it for the members only. Let's read some more super chats. Yes. Alien Baby says corn pop was just protecting the children. That's right. Mm. Who knew? Nurse Shark says there was a speech given on September third, nineteen thirty three, at Nuremberg, that this horrific horrific diatribe resembles more than a little bit. Well, Biden was at that speech. He was. Mm. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> young notes. Yeah. He may have notes. studied it. Yeah. Chris Van Derm says, Biden State of the Union address with Lauren is hands down my favorite episode of IRL so far. This is awesome. Love you all. Keep up the fight. That's the one I got wasted. That was fun. No no one else would drink with me tonight, okay? It was, it was so when... I wasn't about to be solo on she that. She had our pappy bottle and she was pouring it in a paper cup and I didn't notice. And then halfway through, I'm like, are you drinking pappy out of a paper cup? No, no. no people were super chatting like... Bleh! What are you doing? I, I've got a buddy who I just watched do a shot of Old Forester birthday bourbon, which you got to stand in line overnight to get one of those. Wow! And it's, it's like, and it's just I'm just watching him. Like, you have no idea what you just did. <laughs> None of these this things is, mean anything to us. It's just yeah. taste good, taste bad. Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is that one good? So I, I don't like hard I've, liquor. <laughs> I've heard, yeah, but I've heard the Highland Park 17 is really good. I, I, I'm on air at 6 a.m. I'm sure to someone on, who knows what they're talking about. On, it um, is. I, I'm on I don't, air at, I don't at drink. 6 a.m. So so there's no on. None, 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 none of the drunken state of the unions. Yeah. None of the drunken state of the unions for me. <laughs> Cam Gurlasuna says, is it just me or did the speech subtitles actually outpace this travesty of a speech? Mm. Correct. Good this is chilling and disturbing. At this point, it is the waiting for the civil war that is the worst to me. May God help and bless us all. Here's what I want to say about that. Maybe they gave the speech, they put it in, they gave it to somebody at YouTube or something, or the video was delayed with their in- ingestion. So, but YouTube was doing the was doing the, the captions. Those were YouTube captions. I'm pretty sure, right? Well, sometimes the cap it's 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 odd. Sometimes movies will have that delay. You'll have subtitles on a film, and something no, no, will no. catch your head. But the captions were misspelled and wrong. Oh, they were all misspelled and wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so they, well, the they, Maggie Republicans that that was a yeah. they wrote oh, that Maggie for us. Republican. There's yeah. no way they intentionally wrote Maggie Republican. That was right. automated. But it was strange. automated faster that than the actual speech. Yeah. Yeah. I was noticing, I was like, I know what Biden's going to say before he says it, and it's a live speech. That's very weird. Yeah, unless they were trolling us. In that case, hats off. Right, it's pretty good. Chef's kiss on that one. <laughs> right, yeah. There are protesters out there. I wonder if there's like live streams of the protests that were outside. Yeah. I wonder what those sirens were for. Were there yeah. a lot of protests or just little? There's a lot. Yeah. Were there, you have videos and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, really, it, there it was hot. Yeah, 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 protests were hot. A lot of people. FJB chanting, a lot of sirens Happy. going off. Yeah. And and he really earned it. It's a, Normally, I think that stuff's sort of Bush League, and but it was such a horrible speech. But uh, Tim, your take that it's sort of a hail mary. That's I'm looking at my Breitbart newsroom and right now, and that's that's that the speech that's is a, a sign of desperation. Like that's the yeah. consensus Panic. out there. Yeah, that's, he, he's screaming. Mug is dangerous. Right. Please. I pray. I pray. Yeah. Well, look. Uh, uh, um, you know, are you guys familiar with People's Pundit? Of course. 
So uh, he's he's a pollster, he's a data data journalist, I believe. Data journalist is analyst, the, I analyst. Think data analyst. And he was he's he was showing some data that uh, Trump is tremendously outpacing Biden in polls, and Trump is overperforming relative to other Republicans. So they know it. Mm-hmm. They know this is their this is their last leg, and there's nothing they can do when the Republicans take in, take uh, take uh, the midterms. I can't wait. It's we, we 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 have to hope that the America First types mm-hmm. launch the investigations, but they've already been prepping for impeachment. Can now, I, would you give can, this speech if you didn't think the red wave was coming? See, I was kind of right. getting a little more skeptical, but yeah, why I would you too. give- I, I, yeah. need, I have something I need to report. Do you know what Democrats are making uh, their Twitter hashtag right now? Democracy. It, might, it democracy. might be the worst thing I've ever Magic. seen. What, what is, is it? it? Dark Brandon oh, Rises. Oh, <laughs> cringe. <laughs> And they're it's saying like painful. he's had enough of the Megats. Oh, uh, dude, it would have been oh like Biden should have come out and he should have just like looked down and said, I'm coming for you, MAGA Republicans. <laughs> and that would have been actually more powerful than Malarkey one. terminated. Oh, my gosh. They've been doing this for a while, though. Oh, it doesn't so work. Donald D- Dark MAGA works because Trump actually is kind of scary. Yeah. Because when Trump's like, listen, I'm going to nuke Moscow if you take Ukraine, you're like, I, he might actually do it. Because, but Biden, it's like, what, he's going to poop his pants and then sit in his chair? I don't think he's got anything going for him. These memes are so bad, too. Yeah, they've been doing that for a while, though. So though. have they? Okay, they're all tweeting about the speech. They're they love the speech. Yeah. Are they loving the speech? They're they're, they're loving, loving the, the violent sure. rhetoric. They're loving how much the nation is being divided. They're loving just dehumanizing. But that's Trump good. Supporters. That's very clarifying because they do hate us. It's not just yeah. dark, dark Branded is the only one who hates. But you us. see, that's <laughs> all a cultural. Us. That's all a, a cultural uh, signal. The way they're doing those memes and everything else. Mm. It's agreed. It's all uh, Triton. Uh, Triton fifty four says, "Blessed were the days we held in vain." This is a line from the song Will of the People. And uh, for those that aren't familiar, it's the portion of the song where the dictator is on his knees saying his last words, begging for a way to go back to when the days were peaceful. But uh, the good old days, they could not they could not maintain. And so uh, in this reference, seeing that, I'm like, it, it kind of feels like it fits. Joe Biden is up there panicking, saying, you know, please Please don't let them win. This can't be. Mm. I think I think they know that the Republicans are going to win in 2022 and 2024, and then dark dark MAGA. Are you familiar with the dark MAGA stuff? No. The Trump supporters, many Trump supporters, are saying that Trump should just go full revenge, retribution, oh. using the full force of government and just arresting and investigating oh. and. You know what, man? I don't even have to look at it that way. I'm just like, when the Republicans win, they better start the impeachments they, and the investigations. Yes. When Donald Trump wins in 2024, he needs to immediately use all of his authority and powers to start investigations. He needs to just purge the DOJ and bring in good people who want accountability. It's not about revenge. It's about we need accountability. Yeah. That's it. He wanted to work with people. Trump. He really did. This is a guy that wanted to work with people. He was trying to, at the core of him, is a, a, a wanting of likability, of acceptance so, at, the, yeah. at the core of him. I, 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 I would mean, love I would love your two's take because a lot of my audience are you know registered Republicans and uh, plenty that aren't, but you guys are not really Republican per se. And and it is, do you have faith that the current crop Republican leadership will bring the heat, will no. bring the investigation? <laughs> but isn't this a huge point? Isn't yeah, this Adam. one of isn't this one of the biggest points we can make right now? And you're seeing even Rick Scott calling out Mitch McConnell today, which. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God people are realizing that the Republican establishment, they're they're going to disappoint again. And we're on the brink of just handing them control again. But I think we've seen um, 
what's really freaking out Biden is that Liz Cheney lost. Joe Kent won. Carrie Lake won. Those are those are those are. Big what about names. this Alaska woman? That beat well, her. you know, ranked choice voting. The ranked the, choice that yeah. was, that was kind of the take in, in our newsroom was the ranked choice really is what. But explain uh-huh. that. Explain that how that helped the Democrat win. I I don't I don't I I gotta admit I don't fully have my mind wrapped around it. The I, the it, idea that I heard is that in uh, first past the post voting yeah. the way we normally do elections, if you get fifty Democrats and fifty Republicans and then they all vote, let's say you know a few of them don't care and don't vote. You end up with 47 for Democrat, 48 for Republican. The way it works with ranked choice is that you've got Sarah Palin and you've got a Democrat. And that, so like you, you've got a MAGA candidate, an establishment candidate, and then a Democrat. The Democrats will rank their choice for number one as the Democrat, but the establishment Republican for their number two choice if they lose, preventing MAGA Republicans from winning. I don't know if that, that mattered in this instance because it came down to, I think, just Sarah Palin, right? It was Sarah Palin and this other Democrat woman. Yeah, the other else. woman won. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was just because she didn't get nearly a, anything close to a majority of votes, but because of the way the system, and it's brand new. This is the first yeah. time they've done this. Oh, so this is a new thing. Yeah, it's again. a new thing. And this is a, this is where I'm, uh, but this kind of mm-hmm. proves my point because my, my point is, are the Republicans doing enough to protect themselves, particularly in purple areas they're not and they're not making it this is how biden won versus hillary clinton is the democrats changed the rules so they could essentially legally cheat not cheat like like i i don't buy into the vote flipping algorithms of voting machines overseas you know owned by china in germany all that stuff but you mean procedural stuff procedural stuff and they did it right under our but, no, but this our, is and big tech of course the the big tech stuff i think is what we really need to be, be, be paying attention to yes, obviously amen. amen zuckerberg came out and flat out said the FBI came to him. And you can't tell me the FBI has a whistle. The whistleblowers come out saying they were told not to investigate Hunter Biden. And then they went around the same time they go to Zuckerberg and they're like, oh, watch out for this stuff. It's like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. They were interfering and mm-hmm. we all know it. You know, I, I, I did a tweet a few weeks ago, got about 200,000 views, just me on the camera going, hello, blah, 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 blah. And it was about the GOP again, once again, not being able to combat. How come? during this idea of the January 6th insurrection trial. Aren't we, we're a country divided. We've got 74 million people that disagreed with the election or more. We have a House and Senate that are basically neck and neck with a little edge here on the other side. Why can't all these other guys get together and have a town hall meeting televised on any network they want discussing what was going on and counteracting the insurrection. Right, right. Why, why did they not do anything like that? This is what they don't do on every single issue. They have let down the American people, and we got to hold these people accountable. What are they protecting? What are they playing? Why couldn't they do that? All right, we gotta, we gotta, we're going to do a 180 on the top <laughs> subject matter. Wolf on the Plane says, Robert, can you still sing the Italian aria you sang in Goonies? And is there anything special you remember from filming it? Oh, well, Goonies was a great time. It was f- six months of shooting. All those wow. actors, you know, uh, Josh Brolin and Sean Astin. And, uh, Man. You, you know, they, they, <laughs> Amazing. It was just a great time on the set. You had Dick Donner, who recently passed, who was a great person. Uh, Steven Spielberg produced it and did all the second unit shooting. Frank Marshall did all the third unit shooting. And um, by with a script by Chris Columbus. And... Uh, the scene when I feed sloth and I start to sing the Una Fortiva Lagrima, that was never in the script. 
But I knew that I was doing this film with a big pirate ship and kids and everything else. And I said, how the hell am I going to, you know, make, <laughs> make some noise here beyond being, you know, going from A to Z with the Fratellis. I says, so I said to Stephen and, and Dick Donner, I says, I'd like to make him a frustrated opera singer <laughs> because I'm a counterfeiter. I said, well, that's artistic. Counterfeiting has an artistic edge to yeah. it. And he looked at it, uh, he had a line, how am I supposed to create without, without, with, the, with this Smith, Smith, Smithsonian piece of garbage? And I said, that was a kid. All right. I said, so I want to sing. And he has to listen to me for his supper. Because the way it was, was I'd put the tray down, he'd go reach it, and I'd, we're very banal. Yeah. So I sing, you know, and I sing this song, and he starts to scream, and that's when I say, here, you see, you're ruining it. You're ruining it. You know what I think? <laughs> and, and so that's where, and then they love that, and we then put it throughout the thing. Amazing. But they hid the pirate ship from us. Oh, you didn't know until... We didn't know. They wouldn't let us see the pirate ship. It was on the biggest soundstage at Warner Brothers, which is an underwater soundstage. And when I tell you that we all then saw this pirate ship for the first time, and it was bigger than life-size, because I did Christopher Columbus, The Discovery with Brando, and those ships were small, yeah. the Nina Pinta, compared to this pirate ship that they built. And it was a shame that they dismantled it, because wow. it would have been a ride. Mm. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So, so I, I heard that that the they, they, the reactions were were real when they yes. filmed it. Yes. You mean when they saw the pirate ship? Yeah. Yeah. He saved it for that moment to have them, you know, see that that thing and going down the slide and everything else. Dick was great with the kids as Amazing. a director, and all that. They were all terrific. And uh, you know, Corey Feldman, and Quan and uh, Kerry Green and uh, Martha Plimpton. You know, just a great cast. Of, of, uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. All right. Mar Joey Pants, who plays my brother. Right on. Marcus Pinson, this is kind of brutal, he says, on one nine twenty two was shot in the spine and paralyzed. The FBI fabricated a case, raided my home, and came to intimidate me in the hospital. Now using the open case to harass and deny me care access. Please help. Oh. Man, that's brutal. I don't what, 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 one nine twenty two On January 9th, oh, 2022. Oh, Jesus. Not, not the 6th, the 9th. Yeah. The 9th. Man, that's crazy. I don't know. Sorry, I hear you man. Go fund me, yeah. Let's grab some more super chats. Messlinger says Goonies never say die. Absolutely. Man, the Goonies. What year was that? Eighty-six. Eighty-six, right? Yeah, I was. I, I think I was wow. uh, just alive. So <laughs> How I, old you, were you then? I, I was born in eighty-six. No kidding. That hurts. Let me tell you right now. But do I look my? You age? were filming <laughs> before I was alive. That's right. Classic. What month was it released? You know. I believe it was July. So, so, oh, okay. You know, May, Tim June. Tim was alive, yeah. I was, I was June, yeah, July. a few months old. Yep. You were a little baby. Yeah, as a little Your baby. Your parents may have taken you to see it. There you go. Uh, Timmy, I don't look. Know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. When likely. is the first time you saw Goonies? <sighs> I can't remember. It's it, it, was, it was the year I was born, so probably when I was like a few months old or a year or whatever. No, but I'm saying that you remember it. I don't know. Maybe when I was like seven, okay. six or seven. But Were I've your seen it probably it? What like made you... 30 or 40 times in my life, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Because, like, you go to a friend's house and the parents would put it on and stuff like that. I was in Italy. I did a concert. I was the on the Italian version of The Voice. And um, the host was a guy named Jax, who was the Jay-Z of Italy. A big, big star, rapper star. He was one of the, uh, the you know, judges in places. And I was just a guest artist. Ariana Grande was the week after me. You know, we sang a song, talk... And uh, he loved Goonies. He had tattoos of Goonies. And he said to me, he says, Italy is the, we are the Goonies of Europe. 
<laughs> he said, and he says it was more important to him than War and Peace, Goonies. Wow, interesting that he said that. You know, nice. and a lot of people said, like, who asked me today? And I said it was the doc. Oh. Sebastian Gorka, great Sebastian Gorka. He talked to me about Goonies. What made it lasting? I says because it's the Doctor Zhivago of children, mm. because their houses are going to be taken away from them, and these kids not have to find a way to get the house. You know, in a certain strange way, because this has been on my mind. Because I'm afraid that they're going to come after our properties. Mm. I really am yeah. scared of that. When you think China is buying all our farmland, Bill Gates is buying our farmland. Now, I don't know if this is true, but people keep telling me this, Intel people, that China wants to buy the Panama Canal. Oh, yeah. that's that's yeah, they, they tried building the Nicaraguan Canal, and that failed. Yeah. It would have destroyed the largest, uh, like the largest, largest natural aquifer in the region. It would have in decimated. The, do you know who bought water there? Who bought land there? Bill Gates. Million acres? Bush one, two. Bill Gates is the Bush largest two. individual owner of farmland, but that's not a lot of farmland relative to the amount of farmland. No, but so, the aquifer, Bush II in Nicaragua bought the aquifer in 2008 under his family's name. China the was, water rights, which has enough water for 100 years, fresh water, to take care of the population. China was trying to compete with the Panama Canal. They wanted to build through Nicaragua a massive system and then ultimately it fell through because it would have wiped out the water. And, but they've got the, what is it, the Belt and Road Initiative? Yeah. So they're expanding into Africa and South America. Oh, all over oh, the they're, place. They're, they're, they're colonizing. We track Latin America and Africa a lot at Breitbart, partially because of this, because we're constantly thinking about China, and it is they are trying to colonize the planet in parts of the world you might not be reading about. They're there. They're trying to be there as much as they can, and they get people hooked on their cheap infrastructure, et cetera. Yeah. Well, people forget that China has a much longer memory than we do in the West, especially oh, yeah. when it comes to, oh, we're going to get you and back. And their plan. And their the plans are much, much longer. Absolutely. And they have election cycles that aren't these four-year trade no. people out. They can actually, you know, finish things they start. They're taking the South China Sea. I wrote an like article. It's no one's problem. I, I, I wrote a paper that was, I was on Homeland Security Policy Institute at George Washington University for about 14 years. And because of my filming world, I went around the world meeting Intel guys, and they would come to me as well, and I'd think tank it. When COVID happened, back in February, when it started to happen, and they were feeding me information, I did 59 pages on the origins of COVID. There was a Chinese defense minister, former defense minister of China, called Chi Haitian who gave a secret speech to the Communist Chinese Party in 2003, which he said that China must think of its population. We have to teach our people to go out. We've got to colonize. We've got to colonize. We no longer can use nuclear weapons because it destroys, you can't occupy the territory. So we have to increase our biological weapon program, which we already have. And then the next year, the Wuhan lab was built. Now the virus, not to talk about it, actually started in Saudi Arabia in 2012. The virus? The SARS virus. A bunch of guys oh, got the right, SARS right, right. virus. The SARS virus. They took the DNA of that SARS virus that came from bat to human. They took it, they brought it to a lab in, in the Netherlands. And then a Frank Smith, who died of a heart attack in December of 2019, took that stuff to a lab in Canada. And that lab in Canada, they know the flight it went to Wuhan 
Well, who knows this? I'll send you the paper and you can look at it. It's 59 pages. I'll send it to you today. I, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I got to be honest. I don't know if we need all of that. You know why? Because the virus originated, they say, across the street from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And uh, the bats, where it's supposed to come from, were a thousand miles away. So I just think right off the bat, it's like you got a narrative problem there, buddy. Absolutely. From yeah. the beginning. But I'm saying, That's just but that. I said this in February. I was I, I put this I tweeted this fifty nine pages one at a time, to sh- and no one would pick up on this thing that it was created in the lab, that it was a, a a maybe not done on purpose, but they even had the whole well they they had a, a, a researchers in China at it was like South Beijing University or whatever I don't remember what the university was where they said that people were bitten and peed on by the bats, and so. Look, any sane and normal person at least entertains the probability that it's likely. But for the media to come out and spit in your face and tell you you're a conspiracy theorist for thinking what is patently obvious is just nuts. But we're going to go to the member segment, and I'm really interested in those stories that you got. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, head over to TimCast.com, become a member. We're going to have that members-only show coming up. It'll be published in just about an hour. And if you want to help us lure people into our right-wing world, Click the link in the description below. Go to Bandcamp and search for Only Ever Wanted by Timcast. You can buy it for 69 cents. This is it. The last day, the last chance, the last shout out. If you really want to help us hit the charts, buy the song. I don't know if we will. You know, it is what it is, but we could use your support. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me at Timcast. Robert, do you want to shout anything out? No, just mysonhunter.com. Go there, watch the show. You can download it. You can uh, prepay for it now. It'll be on... uh, uh, Breibart presents it. It was uh, produced by the Unreported Story Society. That's Anne McAnally and 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 and, and Philip McAleer, and uh, it's a terrific film. Lawrence Fox, Gina Carana, um, John James. September seventh. You can download it and own it. Right on. And get the song. Come on. <laughs> the song. There's no advertisements here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the song. It's good. Well, there are ads on YouTube. You know. Yeah, but YouTube, but not right now. We didn't go hold up and say, you know. Well, that is the ad, you know. Like, instead of doing a normal shout-out, we shout-out ourselves. Yeah. There you go. I appreciate it, Robert. Thank you very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. You want to shout anything out, Alex? Yeah, mysonhunter.com is the most important thing. The September the 7th is a big day. Breitbart.com, I wrote a book, came out last year called Breaking the News on the Ooh. Media. It was a New York Times bestseller, So, uh, which is nice. obviously they don't they don't want those things to happen, given oh. the subject matter. Uh, that's, I'm on Sirius XM Patriot, 125, 6 to 9 a.m., and we have a podcast, so uh, a lot of different places, but mysonhunter.com, if you only remember one of those. If you don't know that I sing, I, I do the American Songbook. Yeah. Davi sings Sinatra. Yeah, really good. You go to Amazon, iTunes. It, it charted to number six when it first came out. But it's always good to bump that thing up, and it's good. Listen to it. All right. You can follow me at Lauren underscore Southern on Twitter. Look me up on the YouTubes and do all the things they said. Go watch. And you're a filmmaker, too. I'm working on one right now, but it's top secret at the moment. Really? You can't tell us what it is? I I don't know. Tim? (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure most people can figure it out right now just by you saying that. So I'm wondering if people are going to mention it in the chat. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying they're not supposed to know. I'm saying like, Lauren Southern is here. What does Lauren Southern do? Yeah. Tim yeah. Poole has talked about doing things with the company that are currently in production. I wonder why Lauren is in D.C. Ah, that's fun. That's yeah. fun. Tough I'm a little question. dense, you know. I'm, I'm a little dense. I had to put that together quicker. <laughs> well, for the people who watch the show consistently and they know yes. that we've been talking about doing documentaries and then Lauren shows up, it's like kind of obvious that we're working right. with Lauren on documentaries. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, buy the song, 
Watch the movie. Watch my movie when it comes out. There's nothing more important that you can be doing right now than supporting art. And art that isn't communist. That's it. That's and not the be end afraid it, to it. speak up. It, yes, it's imperative yes. you speak up. It's imperative that you become mm-hmm. cultural warriors. Tell your friends, don't give up. Don't whisper, as they said earlier. Stop the whispering. Yes. Yeah, Biden whispers. You don't yeah. want to be like Biden. Don't be like Biden. Biden. Yeah, don't be like Biden. <laughs> 100% for sure. Thank you all creative people so much for coming. Robert, it was delightful to meet you. Alex as well. Lauren is always a delight to have. Um, fun Thursday evening for sure. You guys can follow me. I have nothing to shill. Just follow me on Twitter and Minds.com at Sarah Petulids as well as Sarah Petulids.me. We will see you all over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys.